Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Apple TV. Don't forget to podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Downloading those wonderful apps at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. You have this beautiful, doesn't everybody just feel more relaxed at this point? I mean, the balloons are in session and, you know, Great weather all abounds uh, here in our city. And, and we got D. Dowd Muska and I just hanging out, having a good time, shooting the breeze here. Uh, really, uh, when I say breeze, uh, there is no breeze to shoot because all the way through Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, we've got nothing but balloons, 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 D. Dowd Muska. I got to be uh, telling you, I know it's busy. You don't have to leave the house, thank God, because I know how busy it is. But what a tremendous crowd has turned out. Uh, people are Smiles all around, balloons, beers, breakfast, burritos, and uh, tell you what, this is this is Christmas time in New Mexico. <laughs> good afternoon, sir. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, sir. I am uh, I'm taking one for the team. Those of us who live in the area, hunkering down, sheltering yes. in place, given mm. the our inability to move around. Uh, if it gives a boost to Albuquerque, a boost to yes. New Mexico, I'm more than willing to uh, to pay that price. Although I will say I'm thinking of a different kind of liftoff today in light of what the oh, announcement okay. that was made a couple hours ago. Oh, Captain, my Captain, James Tiberius Kirk going into space with not Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin. Oh, there we go. As always, uh, keeping his eyes on the skies. There is, you know, must go. Uh, so we got a lot to get to. Early voting starts tomorrow, and it's going to go directly at the Bernalillo County uh, Clerk's Office, uh, the wonderful Linda Stover. Um, well, she is a Democrat, but um, we'll say her. she's wonderful because we don't expect any voter fraud. And please stop talking about it. You're only encouraging voter suppression. When you say there's fraud, and even though I believe that there is, even though I believe last year's election was stolen, Fauci, right? You know, the Fauci suppression, even though it was 80 million people. Like, we're not going to talk about that. All right. Like you and I can have that conversation one on one and that that's fine. But let's not encourage people to think that there's cheating so that we can suppress the vote, okay? We're going to put our best foot forward. No sniveling, no complaining. We're just going to show up, okay? Can we do that? Can we just get through this damn election? <laughs> I'm excited. I know that you are. Uh, we've got some some stats, stats, and more stats uh, to improve upon. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think people are saying that I'm 3-0 in the debates. Some people are saying that I won all three, uh, certainly people that are observers, uh, and you see the social media comments and stuff, so that's turning out to be pretty pretty nice. Uh, we've got another debate, I think, a couple of days from now. I don't know which one, but uh, I'm excited about that one. And any other debate, I wish we could have debates every day. I think that that is uh, always good to encourage that type of back and forth of the issues. Uh, front page article talking about crime. We, we can get into that. You're welcome to uh, come take me on, take me down, whatever you want to do. You can say the worst things about me. And I won't mind in the least. So you can come on in and, and uh, come into the Kiva and complain about me or talk about, hey, well, you think that we can win and why we're going to change Albuquerque, New Mexico, and why it's going to bleed into 2022. I'll be happy to talk with you about that. Uh, I'm going to go through the platform today once again. And just in sort of a Q&A thing, I think it's time for a little refresher. Um, and uh, one of the reasons why I'm doing that today, and let me remind our competitors, Manny Gonzalez and uh, Tim Keller. Tim Keller! <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I watched these debates, Dowd. <laughs> How did we ever get Tim Keller as a mayor? Soy boy extraordinaire. How did how did that happen? I look at my I look at this and I'm like, what a sad state of affairs yeah. to get Tim Keller as our mayor. I liked him from the standpoint that uh, you know he he looks like uh, what, what do you call it um, statesmanlike. You know he's he's all dressed for the occasion. But honestly, could you get a worse track record? <laughs> honestly, people, the the city couldn't be worse right now. I'm I'm putting a big smile, rainbows, balloons, all this. You literally have maybe the the country's worst mayor. I, I'm I'm not telling. Like you cannot put lipstick on a pig at this point. Have 97 murders. You can't have something that has been put out the way that he has put it out and say success, and then put out a crime report or a crime plan 44 days ahead of. I don't know. Was he doing that to honor uh, Barack Obama? I mean, I mean, honestly, these two guys that I'm going up against have been running the city. And man, he just doesn't have any leadership skills. He might be leading the sheriff's office. He's a nice enough guy. I, I gotta say, I like I like Manny Gonzalez. Nothing against the man personally, really. I I really don't have anything against him personally, but wow. I mean, these these last three performances, unless the moderators Unless they set these guys up and give them the questions ahead of time, and, and by the way, that's not going to matter much. They're going to get their asses kicked again, and it's going. I'm going to slay them, okay? And that's not me beating my chest and saying, "Oh, it, I'm just telling you." Like these guys, it's like deer in the headlights every single time. We can get into the intricacies and bore people to death about what this and that and the acronyms and history and all that. He doesn't know this. He didn't know. Nobody cares. What people care about is they care about attitude and flow, and they care about who's going to – did you see the way that I answered the questions when it came to the Albuquerque Journal? Did you see my two competitors? Did you see them too? Okay, They're welcome to call in right now. I'm happy to address them. But let me – if you watch those two guys and the way that – I did not know what to make of Tim Keller's responses in the journal. I was reading them, and I was totally and, – and the journal tried as, they hard, as hard as they can. Uh, what were the two? Elise Kaplan. Kap, did you read Elise Kaplan and the other guy, Matt? They came in there nice enough. They stared at me. I talked their ear off for exactly one hour, like to, to the second, as you know, I do that. I'm like, I'm going to give you exactly one hour, and I give them exactly one hour. They walked out of here, and they omitted several of my responses. <laughs> they didn't, no, we're going to put Eddie at the bottom. No, nope, these are too good. This doesn't sound like, oh. Like, you could not get more of a setup for these guys. Two Democrats, we're going to make sure we're going to vote Democrat. And then you got some idiot Republicans who are still all about voting for Manny Gonzalez. Okay, do what you want. We'll still be here talking about the issues and probably still talking about the problems because you guys weren't a-hole enough to go ahead and fight back. It's really that simple, okay? We've got a job to do. My dad is making phone calls, Dowd. My dad. Oh, ooh, wow. My dad walked into the office. My mom walked into the office to go make phone calls. Mm. Family is jumping in. People are, are like, we're desperate at this point. It's all hands on. I'll, I'll stop my job, what I'm doing right now, just to change anything in this city. Nothing's more inspiring than seeing your parents pick up the phone and start saying, uh, I'm Eddie Aragon. My son, Eddie Aragon, is running for mayor. 
like, uh, Dad, and you don't have to do this. I realize you really want to change things in Albuquerque. Too. No helicopter parents. No helicopter parents. <laughs> no, they're not. They're just like they're, they're really proud and they're excited and they see something that's about to change and and so they believe in it. You know. So I'm like, oh wow. And we had like 12 people over at this place, but. I'm going to give you the stats in a sec, okay? But I'm I'm ranting a little bit because I just read the Albuquerque Journal on the front page and, you know, saw two people. Oh, she, Elise has a uh, personal profound, uh, pronoun preference. On the bottom of her, oh, Dominion Machines is how you got Tim Keller's man. Yeah, well, they, they, they came after him, but they're probably some other sort of Dominion, right? So <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me get to this. Uh, she has a, a thing, and I don't mind the way that she says, hey, Eddie. Back checking. So I get to read my responses. We're putting together a comparison of the three candidates on a couple of... Cre- now, remember, I don't have a campaign manager. I'm literally squaring off against Jay McCluskey as a Republican operative who's who's working for Manny. And then we literally have on the other side... Uh, what is her name? Neri oh. O'Gain. There we go. Yes, the BLM lady. The Californian. No, no, no. That That's Manny Gonzalez's uh, foe. Not like oh. pseudo, quasi... The right. Real- the real muscle behind Manny Gonzalez is Jay McCluskey. Mm-hmm. So just so you know. Well, I mean, you know, you got to have someone take the fall. You never want to stand up. <laughs> One of the things that was really great about uh, Jeffrey Epstein, right, the only thing, right, is he was so smart about making sure that he was never in front of a, he was never in front of a gun, right? It's, that's yeah. the same exact thing. Shadow governor, you know, Jay McCluskey, all that stuff right there. Okay, it said uh, at the bottom, this one I couldn't, Elise Kaplan, she, her. Look, Dowd. Look, 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 look. Dowd. I can't. I can't. Can you, can you read, can you read I, that? I can't. Don't. Don't. What please. Is, wait, look. What does that even mean? I don't even know what that is. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I, I wanted to be fair and be totally cool, you know, but at the very end of her name, it says she, her. I'm like, what? What? What does that mean? <laughs> what Educate I me. I feel like I insulted somebody. Did I insult somebody? Did I not say she walked in and I'm like, yeah, she, her? I don't know. <sighs> Don't ask me a bunch of things. We'll we'll get to those as well. Let, let's get to some stats. By the way, um, again, I'm going to announce my competitors and come on and uh, take over the air and, and uh, relieve me some work so I can go walk some neighborhoods and knock some doors and uh, I don't know. There it is. Yeah, this is crazy. I just I put all the stuff up there. It's just crazy. So you guys can come on in, Tim Keller, if you want to take over the Rock of Talk airwaves and really rock it. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Not. Uh, and then of course you'll, you'll get our wonderful audio. I mean. Uh, and I'm happy to go on KKOB. I don't know why they don't want to let me go on KKOB, but I'll be happy to go hang out with TJ. I've always wanted to meet TJ Trout, right? And uh, oh. I met Bog Clark. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He looked me in the eye the second time. I feel like we might, we might have a beer at some point. That's kind of cool. Oh, my mom made breakfast for everybody, along with Hot Sauce Rick on Saturday. We had like 60 people show up. Wow. We were over at uh, RPM headquarters. Okay? You couldn't fit them all. No, no, it was 60 people. There were 60 people. We were eating breakfast burritos, having a good time. We're going to do it again this Saturday. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be there until a little bit later on because i got to go do some interviews. But that's kind of exciting. You know, Definitely. burritos and the balloons and the breeze and the beers. <laughs> How but was the ice cream social? The ice cream social was amazing. Thank you for asking. I, I finished uh, start to finish. Uh, we had uh, the great ice cream. So I didn't realize there was like four escape rooms. The best one is that the former Kistler Collister for some of you, uh, for the older generation uh, Albuquerqueans or Burqueños, if you're a Tim Keller supporter. Do you think that, uh, has anybody ever used Burqueño in a menu? Let me tell you why I know Burqueño is not a real name. Because you can't find it on an item on a menu. 
The Burkenio Burrito. No, no one's saying that. Exactly zero people are saying anything like that. So the old uh, Kistler Collister went there. I got a full uh, boat of ice cream. Uh, and it was absolutely Keith Cox and his uh, wonderful, uh, you know, banana. Sp- uh, with, what would you call it? What do you call one of those uh, people who designs, you know, it's the banana cream, banana split creamistry. Oh, it's just like it was total. It was perfect. And I got to do my own fixins. You say fixins oh, or yeah, absolutely. I don't absolutely. like toppings. I don't like, I think yeah. I like fix. Both are equally irritating words, aren't they? Uh, do they have jimmies? Jimmies? I don't know what that is. We call them jimmies. Are those jelly beans or something? Uh, they are. In some places, they're called sprinkles. In some places, they're called uh, shots. Um, oh, no. Didn't. Yeah. You could have had that, but I didn't have I went for the whipped cream, as usual. You know, If there's a can of whipped cream Thanksgiving, do you put it on the pumpkin pie, or do you pour it in your mouth? Right? Straight in, baby. You in the kitchen after, about a, but after you had your sugar high and had a bunch of... <laughs> you watch a bunch of... You write... You watch a, a bunch of TV and football, and you're like, oh, my God, what am I hungry for? And you open it up and, like, wait, there's cold <laughs> stuffing or there's ready whip. What are you going to – you're going to go for the ready whip every single time. And you're like, no, I didn't do that. Who ate all the – and you're always constantly – have you noticed everyone's constantly asking each other, well, what happened to all the whipped cream? <laughs> <laughs> the first thing to run out. <laughs> there's midnight rats running in the refrigerator, you know. One of my tricks with a half-gallon ice cream, they don't do it anymore. Because now everything's like in a blue bell, you know, type of uh, ice cream thing. Is I used to carve out the other side, and then I wait for my uh, parents to punch through the the short side of it, and it would punch right through, and there'd be no ice cream. So that's how I used to get away with it. But uh, there you go. So you learn how to be uh, a little a little rascally in your own house. So anyway, where was I going? That was good. We went to the brewery. Uh, I won't be going to the brewery anymore because people apparently like to take pictures of me drinking a beer. So we're not doing that. So that that's out. Guess you know. It, we're not going to catch Tim Keller having a beer or Manny Gonzalez having. So we, we got to make sure we got to stay above board with all that kind of stuff. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is the weekend. That is the event. And uh, please participate, whether you're for or against me. Vote. Period. Everybody, get out there. Like your city depends upon it because it does. You care. I care. We care. You care enough to listen to this radio station during this time. You want to be informed of the issues. Love me. Hate me. Make sure you at least love this city, okay? And we want to turn this place around. Uh, my platform is the five C's. Crime, reduce every category, no exceptions. Commerce, grow it. Stand behind small business. Remove art now. That's the Albuquerque Rapid Transit. COVID, challenge it, right? No more mandates. Hire local epidemiologists. Corruption, remove it everywhere. And finally, city, run it like somebody who loves it. One of the big things I think that I hear from so many of you who you know, like to talk about the campaign who are getting involved. And we're going to hit all these C's this afternoon and have some fun with Dowd um, on his write-up as we uh, sort of embark on different material as well, because we do have a radio show to do, is I hear how much you enjoyed the structure. You knew exactly what you would be getting and the information that would be going in. So if you can't make those promises and if you can't state explicitly what you're doing and it's jumbled between, you know, adjectives, adverbs, and uh, colorful you know, uh, it, I read this really great thing, Dowd, and, and it's like how to be a great writer. Now, Dowd's a great writer, okay? So he knows what to do to make it. You know, look, look at him. He's straight in his easy. He is a great writer. There's no doubt about it. He's absolutely a great writer. Like how do you make, how do you make a good, good writing? There's things that you can do. Filler words. Get rid of filler words. You know what I saw on all of this stuff? Filler words. 
Now, Dow didn't help me with my write-up, just so you know, and nobody did. I just did it myself because Dow knows how I write, and it's literally like a to-do list. Um, get word of the use, word just. Get rid of every just there is, okay? A writer's worst enemy and the bane of any manuscript existence is using the word J-U-S-T. Using that as a conjunction. He said that, yep, and that's just filler words, filler words. Now, as an adverb, getting rid of that, that's very important. Redundant adverbs, right? Whispering softly, softly, yelling loudly, crying sadly. I mean, what, what do you really explain there? You're crying, not how you're crying. Nobody cries in a certain way, right? There's just the way it is. You Remember, we're going for Ernest Hemingway here, right? Not Tolstoy, not Leo Tolstoy, okay? Uh, clarifying words used to portray defin uh, definiteness or indefiniteness about, absolutely, certainly, clearly, Hopefully, literally, maybe, often. I mean, that's so nebulous and gray. Can you imagine listening to people? And look at these answers when they write this kind of stuff. Oh, and uh, for the guy who decided to write into the Albuquerque Journal and says that I'm looking for the job, I'm the only guy who doesn't have a job with the government. <laughs> that's true. the only thing that you could come up with. Like, I was waiting for the uh, speak up in the Albuquerque Journal doubt. I was like, okay, we're working on the city. I know we're going to talk about policies here. I know in the speak up they're going to have all these people who are writing into the Albuquerque Journal. You know what I made a determination? I made the determination that these guys aren't writing anything that has to positively do with actually changing the city because they want the same people and they're trying hard. The media's trying hard. The journal's trying hard. You know, the, the, the television stations, 4, 7, and 30. I do get to play a golf tomorrow with Chris, Chris, Chris Ramirez. Um, so I get to do all these. Not only is he going to be able to hang out in my house, he gets to go to my country club. How about that? Oh, 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 oh. How about that? The guy who lives in his radio station is also a member at the country club. How but he weird. doesn't live in Albuquerque. <laughs> so weird. So um, anyway, uh, there's just lots of little things that you can do to sort of be a little bit more direct. Filler phrases, using passive voices, describing the wrong nouns, phrasal verbs, clarifying phrases. Go back and read that. And then also I want to ask you one other thing. Since I don't have a campaign manager, okay, this is a funny, this is fun. By the way, uh, folks, you should understand I'm having the time of my life doing this. I really am. Okay, I can't find enough things to do. I'm getting more and more energy uh, by the day. But ask yourself seriously, who actually filled out their own answers to their own questions for the Albuquerque Journal Ripe? Do you honestly think that Tim Keller sat down and filled out the Albuquerque Journal questions and went through each one. I'm just, just a question, just a thought. And then given what we've heard from Manny on stage, by the way, you know, carrots and stick, like, go back and read it, please. Please go back and read it. And then ask yourself again, who actually wrote their own answers to their own questions? Is that, that fair? Is that fair, Dowd? Uh, I think it's uh, worth worth pondering <laughs> as you as you consider the candidates. <laughs> Oh, anything else from this weekend before we actually uh, move on with the show and talk about more things? In fact, I want to start with you. Did you have a release today, by the way? Uh, yes, we have a, uh, a fiscal analysis today. Uh, why don't we do a little bit of that? We want to bore everybody in the audience. <laughs> a fiscal analysis of what, exactly? Well, there's a really good organization out of Chicago uh, that is uh, called Truth in Accounting. Truth and Accounting. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't, you know, you want to talk about clarity and not excess verbiage, <laughs> the name of that organization is, is pretty good. They look at all 50 states and they look at sort of the balance sheets, you know, how much 
debt do you have outstanding? How much bonded debt? How much? How many pension promises have you made that you haven't set aside money for? Uh, there's also a, most states, including New Mexico, have health care promises. They've promised health care expenses to their employees, which doesn't happen in the private sector, but of course the government sector, it always happens. Uh, New Mexico is not faring too well. Uh, if you look at our overall mm. sort of asset to liability status, we're about $17,000 per capita in the hole in New Mexico. Not good stuff, folks. Uh, we are over $10 billion in pension debt. That's money that is it's called it's all sort of complicated it's based on how many people are in the system and how many people are paying money and how mm. long you think your people are going to live you know these this is what this is why actuaries make $300,000 their first year out of college because they're the people who make all these calculations i mean we've got the teacher system that's the ERB we've got the local and state government employee system uh teachers are also government employees for the for the for the record um you're talking about over a 10 billion dollar obligation the legislators have not been setting aside the money because it's easier to just forego that money and spend it on more pressing concerns meaning re-election so we're number 36 in the country which is not great uh could be conceivably worse but by one measure if you look at our pension obligations there's an organization called the american legislative exchange council they look at the amount of uh, the size of your state's economy, compare it to your long-term pension obligations. We are second only to Mississippi for having the worst financial status when it comes to our economy versus what we're going to have to pay all those retirees. Mississippi's 50th, we're 49th because we don't produce wealth in New Mexico. We only receive wealth from the federal government. Um, We're looking at some scary times. And Eddie, I wanted to compare that to all the money that's flown in just flooded into the state in the last year and a half. You've got people in Santa Fe saying this is a generational opportunity. We have budget def- we have budget surpluses for as far as the eye can see. Eighteen billion dollars somehow flew into New Mexico last yep. year. And we can uh, let's do this is a generational opportunity. We can do another moonshot. If you're looking long term, folks, I mean, many of us have had large credit card obligations in our lives. Basically, it's New Mexico's credit card. You can look day to day like things are great but if you're sitting on a mountain of credit card debt and you and you haven't set aside the money to pay it down and you're not earning the money to pay it down you're in a lot of trouble in the years and the decades to come right. so i encourage people just go to rock of talk it's a very quick piece just look you know throws out some numbers and some maps at you to to tell you where we are stop listening to these idiots in santa fe saying happy days are here again they're talking exactly. short term there's actually one non-idiot uh, that i had a chance to meet i, I really like him uh, I've met him a couple of times, and uh, he runs a think tank called Think New Mexico. And ah, uh, yes. I'm, not, I'm not a I'm not a think tank guy, as you know, obviously, Dowd, um, because I really feel like their funders and the supporters direct the policy, and not exactly the other way around. It's not the thought, and hey, we, let's see where we're at in terms of the end. But Fred Nason came in here, and he was talking about exactly that problem, and talking about the unfunded pension liabilities, and he had his show with uh, Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. I heard some of it over the weekend. Yeah, what'd you think? Uh, well, you know, Fred's a little, uh, a little too He's left for my purposes, but yeah, sure. but you can't argue. With, I think there is some left-right consensus when you're just looking at the numbers. I mean, this is just yeah, actuarial valuation. This is math. You can't argue with math. Math is math. Um, so it's good to hear him. Uh, it's good to hear him agitate on that. But but then again. His friends on the left, I think he worked for, uh, did he work for Gary King or one of the one of the attorney generals, uh, uh, attorneys general? Um, the people on the left, the people in the Democratic Party are owned lock, stock and barrel by public employee unions who are going to continue to perpetuate this problem. They have 
a lifetime benefit that you and I don't have in the private. The vast right. majority of us don't have, and yeah. they're going to get that check every month for the rest of their life. Some of these people retire very young, late 40s and their 50s. They're going to live another 30 years, and you as a taxpayer are going to be funding the bulk of their pension. That's we right. need to shift, as Michigan did in the 1990s, as Alaska did in 2005, we need to shift to defined contribution pension plans, which are the norm in the private sector, and take that monkey off the taxpayer's back in the state that's only getting worse every day. Yeah, we should probably outline what that is, maybe in one of your future articles, if you could tell us how Michigan did it or how the states did it. I think we need a bit of a roadmap. It's not good enough to identify the problem. I think we have to be exacting in our approach so that we can come to some level of consensus because, you know, one of the largest sectors, the largest employers, so let's just look at them. If you're thinking about the largest employers, here in our state. They're all state employers. The largest one, the University of New Mexico. Yep. Those are all yep. pensions that we're going to end up having to pay. If we don't attack and take care of this problem when you keep hiring, and the only groups that you hear all of a sudden that are continuing to hire is the city of is city of Albuquerque and the state of New Mexico, we're taking on that as additional debt. Uh, are we Are we not? That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, Eddie, one of the things that breaks my heart, I read, uh, you know, because I'm a policy geek, I read a lot of what are called comprehensive annual financial reports. That's something that every level of government, every government entity has to file in order right. to, uh, you know, it's a state law. They also have to show it to the bond guys who rate, rate your, your, your bond indebted, indebtedness. And most of these, most of the larger institutions, the larger counties and the larger cities will list their top 10 employers they have kind of at the end of the report, it's always 378 pages long. At the end of the report, they have 40 pages of statistics and charts and graphs. They almost always list their largest employers. And whether you look at Albuquerque or Bernalillo County or Chavez County or Las Cruces, you go through these lists. And I go down, the, I go down Eddie, and just time and time again, seven, eight, nine of those largest employers are the school district, the local branch of the university, right. the county government, the city government. And, folks, that's not a sustainable model moving forward if we want what's best for New Mexico. Yeah. In fact, uh, let's just uh, review very quickly overall the largest employers. And let's go through the top 20. Why don't we start there? 20 is a Sleda Resort and Casino with 1,200. Uh, Sleda Casino and Resort, 1,400. Presbyterian Healthcare with 1,518. San Juan Regional Medical Center at 1,661. Uh, 16 is St. Vincent's uh, Regional Medical Center team at 1700. University of New Mexico School of Medicine at 2000. Sandia Resort and Casino at 2000. Raymond G. Murphy VA Hospital here in Albuquerque, 2500. Uh, New Mexico State University of the Board of Regents has 2800. Here's your top 10. Rocky Mountain Dressage Society. That's in Santa Fe. Are you familiar with that, Doug? No, interesting. Never heard of that. Uh, dressage. Yeah, dressage. Uh, I don't. Even, what is a dressage? I don't know. What is uh, it? Something about horse horses. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, we have three thousand people who are employed by people who ride horses. <laughs> I gotta look into that. <laughs> what is that? Uh, Rocky Mountain Dressage Society. Is it? Oh, you're part of the dressage. Uh, Albuquerque Police Department is coming in at 3,000. <laughs> Most of those not police officers, by the way. Uh, the Albuquerque, and the, we're going to change that. 5for505.com. Number eight, Al- Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta or Albuquerque International Airport or something called Albuquerque International. I don't know what that is since we don't have planes that come in and out of Albuquerque. We will change that as well. 3,000. Navajo Agricultural Products in Farmington. Uh, 3,500. What? That's That's very interesting. Intel Rio Rancho with 3,600. That's false. We know that that's more like 1,250 now. Uh, New Mexico State University in Las Cruces at 4,000. While wow. Presbyterian 4,109. Here's your top three. Optum Care here in Albuquerque. 
Sandia Corporation at 8761 and the University of New Mexico, number one with 12,000 employees. So there you go. We are a little bit top heavy when it comes to a lot of government funded things, uh, both federal and state and then the city of Albuquerque uh, as well. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in this uh, long open first hour for Monday. We appreciate you very much on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com, one of my I should say one of my favorite songs I hear. Just in time for the fall. I always play this every fall. Bonnie's here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Walk with me, Susie Lee, to the park and by the tree. We will rest upon the ground and look at all the books we found. Safely walk to school without a sound. Safely walk to school without a sound. Here we are. No one else, we walk to school all by ourselves There's dirt on our uniforms from chasing all the ants and worms We clean up and now it's time to learn We clean up and now it's time to learn Numbers, letters, learn to spell Nouns and books and show and tell Playtime we will throw the ball Back to class, through the hall Teacher marks our height against the wall Teacher marks our height against the wall We don't notice any time pass We don't notice anything Sit side by side in every class Teacher thinks that I sound funny But she likes the way you sing Tonight I'll dream while I'm in bed When silly thoughts go through my head About the bugs and alphabet When I wake tomorrow I'll bet That you and I will walk together again I can tell that we are gonna be friends I'm we are going to be friends. I'm Nancy Giblin, owner of Sugar Hollow, a boutique residential assisted living community in the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood. Dedicated to exceptional care for your loved one, Sugar Hollow provides daily wellness activities that engage the mind, body, and spirit. Join us for Happy Hour Fridays, Sugar Hollow style, featuring local musicians playing tunes your loved ones will recognize and enjoy. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Boutique style assisted living, 270-0801. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes... She owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. 
In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973, they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. 
government for hire at the combat site. Get to us to coming in a hurry with the fury freedom down your neck. Yeah. Team, my team reporters travel Trump, Kevin Cross, look at that, no pain. Fine, then, uh oh, overflow, population promise, we put it on two. Shake yourself, serve yourself, world, shut the tone, needs, just in your heart, please tell me this direction is the river, is the right. Right, you patriotic, patriotic, slam, fuck, right, like Venus, pretty sight. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. 443 here. Boy, like, I, yeah, I, I took the time and memorized every word after writing it all out. When we couldn't even look up lyrics, and yeah, me and my friend... Uh, Eric Nevada just sat in a room, and I think uh, between that Nintendo and giant Tupperware bowls of uh, sugar, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. It's sugar puffs and you name it. Uh, we 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 had it, and um, we were sitting there just writing it all out. We were listening to that and the Exploited and Seven Seconds and I don't know Surf Punks and Sex Pistols and all, all of that stuff, but. This was the one that really, really seemed to stick, and we just kept writing that stuff down. And there you go, uh, Dowd, a couple of uh, nine- and ten-year-olds just uh, finding every <laughs> single lyric that they could and then uh, setting out to memorize it. So That is the mark was... of a true generation Xer. Yeah. <laughs> I think, did we all do that? You I know. think we all did. <laughs> yeah, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. We had... Uh, Descendants, Suicidal Tendencies. I mean, that was, that was some good stuff right Ma, there. can I have a Pepsi? Yeah, a little uh, Oingo Boingo in there. Uh, had all, all of that good stuff. And then, of course, REM. REM wasn't sure what they were going to be at that time. And that sort of uh, flew out of punk, post-punk, college dorm room, college radio music. Is, is there an even college radio? College radio from the 80s is so different than the way it is today. College radio you know, now probably consists of, of just uh, broadcasting Fauci interviews, probably. Sweaty. I have the sweaty balls. That whole SNL. Not, not a lot of rebellion left in college no, today. They, they do what they they're told. <sighs> they caved. They caved. All right, let's do this. Let's run a city. How about it? 550, 5500, all your calls, all your texts, whatever you got laid on me. Um, let's go ahead and save a city. Uh, let's talk about ideas. Let's get out there, agree, disagree. How can we better people? I've got all these notes from people. Last week we had Steve. He showed up Saturday at the breakfast. I think he had some various little uh, tidbits about, you know, what did he say? The longest um, a bungee, not bungee cord. What was that called, uh, Dowd? Uh, we, we lost Dowd. There he is. There, now, now he's back. Okay, Dowd. What was it called that he had? Uh, he had a whole program Eddie, of various suggestions for tourism. At one point, I think he was talking about a recreation of Stonehenge on the West Mesa. <laughs> he, no one can fault him for creativity yeah, had, and ambition. Yeah, so let me go through this. I'm going to go through your stuff first. So there it is. Everything. Let's see. Okay, this is apparently from a police officer. Okay, uh, Eddie, this is from your website. Strategy for reducing violent crime: punish all crimes, not just felonies. DA's job, uh, not the mayor. Uh, well, under the Department of Justice decree, we're not supposed to be punishing misdemeanors. I think that's what you're trying to refer to. So uh, if you don't get the DA to do their job and force them and start complaining about it. If you just get along with them and go to soccer games on Saturday night and throw high fives at coffee shops, then obviously you're not helping the city. Uh, let's see. Arrest of mis misdemeanors, shoplifting, trespassing, possession of what? 
Uh, how about everything? Possession of drugs. Let's just talk about that for a second, how important that is. Schedule one, somebody totally misunderstood me at the Ice Cream Social. Uh, they should be ashamed of themselves. If you take what I say and misunderstand it, that's not on me, that's on you. And if you want to go ahead and misconstrue it because you don't like the fact that you use marijuana and I don't approve, and because you use marijuana, I don't think you should own a firearm because I don't think you should. Uh, do you want to get into the discussions about all, all of that kind of thing? That's fine. Uh, let me just tell you, if I know that you're a marijuana user, I also know that you should not be in possession of a firearm. Uh, not just the way it is. It's a federal law. That's that's that the laws exist for a reason. And do not even talk to me about federally uh, uh, passing down that whole tote about uh, legalizing it. I'm not interested. Uh, loitering prostitution. Current settlement agreement in McClendon case says officers of APD cannot do this. OK, uh, so we cannot arrest for. Loitering or prostitution? Uh, are you telling me that I can't go ahead and mark them down, take them in and detain them? So do you want to have an argument about arrest versus, versus detainment? We want to know who our criminals are out on the street, and they are not going to change our criminal culture here. We have to prosecute. We have to prosecute to the extent that we can or detain and track the best that we can these people who are committing. They're still a crime just because we're not fully uh, throwing the book or prosecuting, these are still crimes, and you're still seeing it around. Um, and this is from a police officer. Uh, taking a prisoner to MCD can take two to eight hours. Well, let's just talk about the people who are getting in the way of all this in, in the paperwork. I mean, this is all DOJ, McClendon. This is all of this stuff. Uh, taking a prisoner to MDC, MDC can take two to eight hours because the prisoner transport center cannot hire enough people to be open 24-7. Isn't, is it worth an officer's time? I don't think so. Once you take them there, there should be people who can go ahead. I think it needs to be adequately staffed and resourced. I think that's important. So we got to figure that out. And we aren't going to know any of these things. I've got all your papers here. More questions you have, I will answer all of them. The more, the more you can bring into me, the better we all are as a city, okay? I can't tell you I'm right until we do a complete and forensic analysis uh, of our city of Albuquerque Police Department. That's not us going after the officers. That's us helping them, assisting them. Where are the gaps? Where are the resources? What can we do? Why is it not getting better? Why is it not improving? How come those questions aren't often asked by our leaders? You know, why aren't we improving as opposed to, well, we're going to throw some number up there and then we're going to get voted in again. And what do we care? You know, we're going to be gone in four years anyway, eight years. So, well, I still got to live here. I know you're on your way to D.C., Keller. Uh, I know you're on your way to work for National FBI. Uh, I don't know. Gonzalez, but well, I still live here. Got a radio show. I gotta gotta talk about this crap because you know life sucks all over. <clears throat> no rehabilitation of criminals. Focus on the public. Prosecute again. This is the DA's decision, not mayor. I understand what the purview is. You understand that I understand that, but it was also the mayor who can speak up about this. What do we talk about all the time? The turnstile justice system. When you get involved in minutia, you know the public doesn't understand this. Do you understand that the public isn't going to, they don't care. It's both on the mayor and the DA. Where does the buck actually stop? That's part of the problem that that issues. No one's going to care about the nuances. What they care about is what do you care about as a mayor, <clears throat> city manager, more appropriately, leading the city so that you can direct them in the right way. That's the most important thing. Okay. I can say, well, we can't do anything. Well, I can't do anything about APS. So I'm just going to ignore it. Well, not my job. <laughs> Do you think if we just walked in every single, ah, that's not my job. I can't do that. I'm not going to care about it. I, my problem is I care too much. Eddie, are you aware that officers go up against lawyers when prosecuting all misdemeanor charges other than DUI or domestic violence? Yes, I am. Absolutely. 
what is the important thing that we have to do? I think we have to protect our officers better. I think that that's important. I think that we have to sort of uniformly put these reports down so that they understood. And so the processing time actually increases. Okay. I think one of the things that the uh, police officers, you know, just the way that I wrote, see, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. That that's that's the way you write stuff out. Please don't write long stories. Don't send me crap. If I you can't put it in one page and get it down, then maybe there's no facts there. Maybe it just sounds like you're whining. Uh, let's see, Eddie. The DA and the city attorneys don't prosecute the misdemeanor charges. Okay, so how are we going to do that? Sounds like we just identified the problem, didn't it? Didn't it just sound like, okay, let's figure that out. Let's communicate with the public and let's get some answers and figure out how we can go ahead and do that so we can track our criminals before those escalate. I think that's important, right? So why am I talking to police officers all the time? This is the other side of the police officers, by the way. This sounds like all the excuses. Of, ah, this is no, oh, you know, okay, that's fine. You can complain. I think we're fine with that. Everyone's in, uh, absolutely... Uh, but I only have 24 hours in a day. I've got a life to live as well. We've got uh, some semblance of time that we have to enjoy. I don't want to sit here and listen to you bite my ear off and whine all day about the things that you can't do. And why don't we figure out what can we do and who's responsible and let's talk to them. I think that's a good way to go. And especially when you're the mayor, you can pick up the phone and say, okay, well, what's going on here? How can I help? What can we do? All right. How do we start this? Oh, you, this can't be solved. This isn't my job. Well, I want it to be my job. And we're interested in this because it's impacting our city. What can we do? That's the approach, okay? Not what I understand and don't understand or what I need and don't need. No, the way to change it is start, you, you come in with a sledgehammer. That's what you do. You come in, you start breaking things, and then you rebuild them. That's if ever there was do. a time for a sledgehammer, it's now. Well, I want to be your sledgehammer. <laughs> Arrest quality of life issues, campaign, uh, see, camping, begging, sanitation. Current agreement with the ACLU prevents APD from this. Well, I'll tell you what, I just started a war with the ACLU on my uh, response to the. Have they printed that out yet? I can't wait for that to happen. EOB doing an on-air poll right now. Who would you vote for? What do I care? Is that, are they, those votes count? They're just, that's just steering and electioneering. They're mad because I'm on my radio station. <laughs> I bet you I'm getting votes. And not only am I getting votes, I'll guarantee you the people that are over there that are not being able to put the votes through, it's obvious to the people on the other side. Well, how come they're not saying Eddie Aragon? People are not stupid. Hello. Dominion Machines is how you got to uh, Tim Keller. Okay. Why are you listening to KOB and then texting me? That's weird. That's very strange. We're here trying to solve issues, and you're there playing popularity contests at KOB. What do I care? Eddie, the uh, firefighter who plowed ladder one into city bus has also crashed two fire truck engines. He'll be promoted to chief under Keller. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Michael says, I saw the sentence in El Paso. I followed them when they were all your... All the punk rock mayor, the metal mayor can. Oh, he wants me to be the punk rock mayor. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm gonna be punk rock girl, right? Yeah, you're for me, punk rock girl. Dead milkman. Good stuff. Uh, Eddie's mom makes the best. Bur Eddie's mom's make mock. Eddie's mom makes the best burritos. Burritos. To meet her. Never mind Eddie on Saturday at seven. <laughs> <laughs> meet her. It's easy to figure out why Eddie rocks. Uh, hot sauce. My mom is great. She's a. She's a great lady. Watching Balloon Fiesta replay on the local weather channel, I saw a frame that said, no weapons allowed in the park. Well, there you go. Uh, how can Second Amendment be denied? If a murderer was actively shooting in the balloon park, there would be no law-abiding citizen armed to stop it. That's why we love our concealed carry guys. Did you guys, uh, uh, Dowd, keep, keep them going here for a second. I don't even read the Elise Kaplan stuff. Mm -hmm. let, let me go. Let, let me finish with the police officer here who wrote, wrote 
who scribbled out all this stuff on pen, and pencil, no less. Okay. Didn't, didn't type it or anything like that, but let me let me finish. So yeah, I started a, ro- a war with the ACLU. They had all sorts of interesting questions, and I pretty much disagreed with every single thing, with the exception of the surveillance stuff. I don't want a surveillance state. I don't want traffic cameras. I don't want speed vans. I don't want any of that crap. We're not trying to increase the till for the city of Albuquerque from the standpoint of, well, you're busy on the phone dealing with the crisis, so you're speeding 75 miles an hour, and oh my God, yeah, that was me. I forgot that day when you know my husband, my brother, my sister, someone had a heart attack or some sort of health episode, and you were going through an intersection with the emergency, and you get a, a ticket. That, that's what I think of. That's what I think of. I don't think of like, oh, the people are speeding. Yes, we should prosecute speeders. You know, I think that's that's totally fine. But we got to have police officers actually catch them doing it. And it should be a more personable thing. Like, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, no, I don't know. Well, you're going 65 and a 45. And uh, here's what happened. It's like, oh, OK, well, nice to meet you today. How are you doing? Well, I realized that, you know, I mean, it's a whole opportunity for a police officer to put the face on of a great city that loves its public and says, hey, how do you do? And welcome. I hope you have a great day. You watch your speed and let's just make this a great day, right? I mean, that's yeah, kind of, I agree. you don't want to see like why well, I blew through and you get a random mail, you know, piece of mail three weeks later and like, oh, that'll just send you into tizzy. You know, I'm going to hit the bottle after that one. <laughs> anyway, build departments within APG, gang, blah, 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 gang, commercial, president, uh, residential burglary. I said all that, right? And she says, or he says, there are not enough officers to take calls already. And more officers, like all this is, is griping by a police yeah. officer. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell this is a Democrat? Yeah. This, this is person Democrat. is more negative than I am. <laughs> it, truly. And it's a police officer. <laughs> well, we can't do it. I'm just, I'm waiting to get my retirement. Well, I mean, this person obviously will not get promoted under me um, for sure, because I don't like you. Somebody called me today. They want to start sniveling. I'm like, do you know what's wrong with the Republican Party? You're never going to win. I'm like, uh, stop wasting my time. She kept calling me back. She's like, I, I worked so hard for Mark Morris and I worked and, you know, and we went nowhere because the they even called it in the day. Ugh. I'm like, do you want to help? Please. I was like 30 seconds in, go to the RPNM and help. And I sent her five texts and then she's still at the end of it all. She just wanted to complain. <laughs> she's probably, you know, miserably divorced. Uh, I could say a lot of other things, too, but. No, I'm, think, I'm thinking of the Chinese adage, uh, Mr. Aragon. <laughs> I will stop uh, ma- Man who says it cannot be done should not stand in the way of man doing it. Oh, there we go. I like that one. <laughs> I felt like that was almost racist, though. Oh, wow. Well. You know, leaving out too many words. Wouldn't that oh, be yeah. the way that, yeah, that somehow that's racist? Yeah. I'm a white male in 2021. Everything I say is racist. Uh, just, just your look itself. Just look your at me. Actual, look at me the camera, folks. Look at this. Yes, look at this racism. white skin. The yep. face of racism right there. There it is. There, yeah. I'm the white face of white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Finally, she said, then we'll, we'll hit the top of the hour news and get to all this. Folks, we're just trying to save a city. Let's address some concerns and make some things happen. Uh, there are not, officer, not enough officers to take calls, and more officers of these units will further reduce the number of officers taking calls. So instead of a call holding three days, it'll be five days. They're going to get rid of other units, 60 people in force division, seven people in auto theft, four people in crimes. I'm like, I'm going to get exactly zero done with that person. So that, all that person is telling me that nothing can be done and I should quit today, right? Yeah. And the world sucks and don't worry about it, right? <sighs> I will leave it there. We'll go out to one of my favorite songs here. Right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, uh, for tuning in on AM1600 KIVA, EQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. All of you have been a lot of fun. Welcome if you're in from the Bloom Fiesta. We want you to stay here forever. And if you do... 
hey, you know what? Could be worse places to live. Uh, certainly, certainly uh, the Midwest, where it's about to get frigidly cold. How about uh, Canada? You know, we have all four seasons right here. We appreciate you tuning in. AM Sixteen Kiabia, ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com. One Saturday, I took a walk to Zipperhead. I met a girl there at the almost company's head. Oh, my girl, please look at me. What do you see? Let's travel around the world, just you and me, punk rock girl. I tapped her on the shoulder and said, do you have a bell? She looked at me and smiled and said she did not know. Punk rock girl, give me a chance. Let's go swim, dance, we'll dress like mini pearls, just you and me, punk rock girl. We went to the Philly Pizza Company and ordered some hot tea. The waitress said, well, no, we only have an ice. So we jumped up on the table and USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. The Supreme Court on Monday vacated a lower court ruling prohibiting the federal government from diverting funds from the military to construct the U.S.-Mexico border wall, sending the case back to the lower court for review. President Joe Biden, when he took office, canceled the Trump-era emergency declaration and returned the unspent funds to the Pentagon. Fox News contributor Tammy Bruce discussed Democratic infighting over Biden's spending plan Monday. She believes much of what is in the $3.5 trillion spending bill is sold in terms that the public likes and not for what it really is. The infrastructure. We talk about infrastructure bills. Uh, well, we really care about infrastructure, but not that, that's not what they're actually selling right now. This is why we, we care about it. So they, they use that phrasing. And in the meantime, you know, tree equity is not infrastructure. The ports are. This is USA Radio News. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, Stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. A vague answer to a pressing question. Chris Barnes reports. Many Americans wondering if it's going to be safe to get together with family and friends for the upcoming holiday season. The foremost infectious disease expert in America, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says... It's just too soon to tell. We've just got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down. Fauci's saying on CBS's Face the Nation, that means concentrating as well on getting those not vaccinated yet to get the shots. In the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, even- I'm Chris Barnes. Former Representative Todd Aiken, the conservative Missouri Republican, has oh, I died remember him. in 74. Aiken had cancer for several years. His son Perry said in a statement he died late Sunday at his home it's in Wildwood. The dummy who said something about 
Aiken represented a Republican-leaning Eastern Missouri district that included St. Louis area suburbs for 12 years, giving up a safe seat to run for the U.S. Senate in 2012. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Though Facebook whistleblower has been revealed, she'll be talking with Washington lawmakers Tuesday. USA's Lance Pry has more. The identity of the Facebook whistleblower was revealed on CBS News 60 Minutes Sunday night as Frances Haugen. One of the consequences of how Facebook is picking out that content today is it is optimizing for content that gets engagement or reaction. But its own research is showing that content that is hateful, that is divisive, that is polarizing, it's easier to inspire people to anger than it is to other emotions. Of course Facebook it is. Facebook has realized that's, that's, that that's, if that's, they change the algorithm to be safer, they'll spend less time on the site, they'll click on less ads, they'll make less money. And right after the election, like within weeks after the election, they told us we're dissolving civic integrity. And when they got rid of civic integrity, it was the moment where I was like, I don't trust that they're willing to actually invest what needs to be invested to keep Facebook from being dangerous. From the West Coast of USA, Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Star Trek's Captain Kirk is rocketing into space this month, boldly going where no other sci-fi actors have gone. Jeff Bezos' space travel company Blue Origin announced Monday that William Shatner will blast off from West Texas on October 12th. At age 90, Shatner will become the oldest person in space. He'll join three others, two of them paying customers aboard a Blue Origin capsule. It will be the company's second launch with a crew. For USA Radio News, I'm Brad Bernard. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Rock of Talk TV for both the Apple and the Android, as well as the Rock of Talk app. With 65 great radio stations uh, brought to you uh, right here from the Rock of Talk itself. And... Uh, Glad to be on board here with you. Hour two, just for you, D. Dowd Muska and I hanging out and uh, during the balloon fiesta time. I think we really kicked this off right. Look, the weather, like all of all of the pain and suffering, D. Dowd Muska, <laughs> and uh, we got ourselves into a position of uh, ten, ten beautiful, ten beautiful, lovely days for uh, the balloon fiesta. Got to be happy about that. And D. Dowd Muska is uh, live from across the street from the balloon fiesta park. Never to en- enter in either. But uh, there, his presence is uh, always felt. So we heard that Blue Origin is taking them up. So that's pretty cool. I noticed on Saturday they we, we had uh, very interesting flows for the balloons. It went 
I mean, those those balloons were going eight, nine, ten thousand feet up. Did you notice how? Absolutely. I, I thought I was a little worried about some of them. I said, "Hey, boys, you might want to bring it down a little." There's some real daredevils out there. They got the balloon ride of a lifetime. And then today, uh, the pattern was they lifted off and they blew across the city. So Sunday, sky high, and then they blew across the city. Um, so really pretty cool. It's an epic time to be sure. Great job by all the people who are doing the great promotion to make Albuquerque look amazing. I wished it looked as good. I wished it looked as good close up as it does from that bar, from the mountains and all of you. Um, but we're trying to improve our city. So we want you to spend as much money as you can here. Please, uh, feed our businesses, feed our, uh, feed our restaurants, feed our breweries, uh, feed our people, our vendors, uh, drop as much uh, dough, Remy, as you can. Uh, right here into our marketplace. As you know, I am running for mayor of Albuquerque. I'm happy to take all questions and comments, and uh, we'll continue to talk about that. I had a very downtrodden police officer. Talk about how bad things. She's on her way out, or he's on her way out, whoever the police officer has to be. Um, you know, they're like, oh, nothing's ever going to change. We'll take your calls. we got a few already lined up uh, here. I hear they had a poll over at KOB, uh, KKOB, uh, so I guess it was uh, – Eight, seven, eight for me, seven for Manny, and none for Keller. Those two for you. <laughs> I like that number. <laughs> I, like, I like zero for Keller every single day. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. All right, Keller, you're in the queue. Go ahead. That's you, Hello? Keller. Yep, that's you. So I just wanted to give you an anonymous tip for uh, for your campaign there. Um, Manny Gonzalez's brother is uh, being audited and federally indicted for fraud on a government contract for Department of Homeland Security. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I appreciate uh, the public. Is that public information or is this just something you're you're sharing? I I can't corroborate or even comment on it, but is that public information? Is that a place where someone can look something like that up, I guess? Um, I'm sure you could. It would be the Inspector General who's doing the investigation. Okay. All right. I appreciate that very much. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Campaigns are rough. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I really don't know what to say. Man. Ugh. Should I go take a shower? I'm going to go take a shower. Oh, wait. Does I, do I have a shower in my radio studio? Oh, we're going to go after Eddie Aragon for living in his radio studio. <laughs> I was just hoping... I, uh, poor Manny, I was trying to defend him in the last debate. I'm like, leave the poor guy alone, man. So for five, he's been through hell. Got all sorts of, you know, other stuff. Now we're coming up here. And I'm like, hey, come on, I get it. What did he say? He said he can't be everywhere. He's not God. He can't watch what they're doing. So, I mean, I mean, is he is his brother's keeper to uh, pull out a line from the Bible, right? Right. Cain and well, Abel. Is, Eddie, I, I will keep an eye. What happened to Cain? What happened to Abel? Huh? What happened? Where's he at? Where can I find Abel? Hmm? He took one. He, he took one. Well, Cain's a bad dude. Go ahead, Doc. Can... Oh, no, I'm just I'm looking at the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General website mm. right now. I mean, oh, it's go. very easy to make a, an anonymous tip like that. But, you know, usually these investigations, while they're underway, they're not they're very tight lipped about that thing. So yeah. let's just yeah. let's just say we have no independent corroboration of that accusation. Yeah. I will stay on top of it. As, and, as, as not, a uh, and, and honestly, Dad, if you don't feel like it, I don't mind. Okay. Totally fine. I mean. It's hard enough. Let me just say something uh, in Manny's defense. Can I say something in Manny's defense without you guys coming over here and getting after me and say, oh, you're doing yourself a disservice? Let me just tell you, 
Manny is putting himself out there just like I'm putting myself out there. You have to think about this for a second. This is not an easy thing to do. Manny's brother is not uh, Manny, okay? How about that? Is, that? is that fair enough to say? And I'm totally cool with whatever you guys want to look up. And, and if that firms up your vote for me or whatever, so be it. That's great. I think I've got better policies. I think I've got a better command on, uh, well, certainly on stage, a better communication, better leadership styles. I mean, I certainly can tell you that I got a plan. Let's focus on the issues. I'm totally, let's get on that. But I don't mind not focusing on the issues, too. Nobody can throw mud quite like me. Hmm? A little mud in your eye. Who's that, uh, Johnny Cash? Oh, the man in black. Caller, you're in the queue. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Hey, whoa. Holy, holy moly. You are spirited. You are most welcome. You're welcome. I, you you know are what? welcome. Oh, you know what? Because I had called a couple of years ago. I was so angry when all this stuff started with the Biden, yeah. when he was uh, running for president, all this stuff. And I just couldn't believe that people thought that those things, that whatever Democrats said was really going to happen. And just like you've said over the last few years, even some Republicans, I can't believe that they say things that they say. So, you know, it's good to see somebody out there running, putting themselves out there. Yeah. Um, it's the first time in my life that I've really been more concerned about Albuquerque yeah. than what's happening in the federal government. But you're right, though, you know, like, my big thing is, is that, you know, Eddie, I don't like to drive. I do it because I have to, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm a good driver and all that. You know, I would not mind taking public transportation, honestly, if if it was more conducive to my work schedule. Sure, I get it. Honestly, I would. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would buy the ticket, and I would, you know, when I went to the University of New Mexico, I, I took the bus because I didn't want to pay for parking. Yeah. You know, and, and I enjoy that. And I, I, I just think that it's, um, that's the only thing I would say, you know, honestly. And bus drivers have a hard time. I stopped taking the bus just because it takes so long to get to work. But one of the things that I, I noticed is that, you know, they have uh, people on there, whether they're homeless or not, and they're crazy. And people get scared, you know, and they don't want to sit next to people like that, which doesn't for me. Yeah. Do you remember but, that? Uh, do you remember that scene in coming to America where they, uh, where they fall in love with each other? Like yeah, he finally realizes, do you remember that whole scene? I don't know if you remember that. I'm, I'm going to go to that. I think this is a good, know, this is why people yeah. should be taking public transportation so they can, uh, yes. as they said, in coming to America, you know, touching Indians once yeah. again, you know, you're connecting and, there's this whole yeah. drama that plays out. This love. That would be something. That'd be a real, like, you know, love in the city where things happen. Let's remember, you might remember this, right? She's running away yeah. from him. She finally finds out that, uh, what was his name? I don't even remember. Eddie Murphy, what, he was the African prince. He was a prince. Yeah, but yeah. I can't remember. And he's chasing her into, I think, a bus or something like that. Uh, here, here he goes. He's, he's, right. he's, he's going crazy. He's going to lose. He's going to lose the love of his life. There he goes. <laughs> That's hold on, hold on. But thank hold you, on, hold on, hold on. You can know who gave me these. Well, you can keep them. Do not want them. And I don't want you. Ooh. The live drama here. On a public transportation system. This is, if there's any reason for public transportation, this is it. I think, uh, remember it was Arsenio Hall? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right? He had the hot tub. He was really... Lisa. Just leave me alone. Lisa, please. 
I love you. What about the woman you're supposed to marry? I do not love her. Why do you think I came to America? Oh, your father told me to sow your royal oats. Oh, no. I came to America to find my bride. I came to Queens to find you. So why did you lie to me then? Why didn't you just tell me you were prince? Because I wanted you to love me for who I am. I'm not sure who you are. I'm the man you fell in love with. Should it matter that I'm a prince? <laughs> it shouldn't, but I... Just tell me you didn't love me when you thought I was a goat herder. <laughs> and I'll never bother you again. <laughs> wouldn't work out. We're too different. You're royalty, for God's sake. You want me to renounce my throne? <laughs> I will. From this moment on, I renounce my throne. I'm going to the Prince of the Mundo. I renounce my throne. Does this make you happy? On the dead stairs. I forgot how great this movie was. I can't let you do that. I do not care about my crown. All I care about is you. Oh. Uh, Marry me, Lisa. We can't hear the turn down on that. Nobody, nobody ever wants to see it. You, did you notice that this never happens when you go to ball games? Do, do they do the kiss cam anymore? The proposal cams? Do they do that stuff anymore? I don't know. It's been so long. If anything, the social distancing and everything has deprived us from, it's from the kiss cams and the, uh, the proposals. The worst moments you'll ever see in your life is when it, this, this poor guy goes to a woman. He's like, oh, I've got her. I, she's got to tell. She's got to say yes. She's absolutely going to say yes. I'm going to take a knee in the middle of a stadium in front of 18,000 people, and she's going to say yes. You're like, and then they say, so you can't cheat. I guess uh, whatever this guy is, Zamunda, right? What is it? Prince Hakim. 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 <laughs> It is you. It is you. Prince Hakim. Right? He's walking through. Why, why do all these people feel like they're royal? And so when that happens, you know, you're like, oh, that's one of those things. It's a chance for the public to connect, to see that stuff in live action. If there's any reason for public transportation, that's a very long way to make a, a quite unimportant point, but uh, humorous nonetheless. Uh, are you good with that, uh, ma'am, for calling in? Did you like that? Do you remember Prince Hakim? You're going to go watch uh, Coming to America now, I can tell, right? I am. I'm going to watch one and two now. There it is. Do it. Back to back. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a double feature Monday night. You're going to skip the football and go straight to that. There you go. All right. Five for 505. Okay? Put, up, put up your Dukes. Good luck, Eddie. We're cheering for you. Put up your Dukes. Five for the 505. You got to put up your We're the Duke That's City, right? right? We're the Duke City. We're going to put up um, our Dukes. Never this is the first time we as a family have donated to a campaign. What? And wow. we're, we don't make over, I don't make over $35,000 a year. Oh my gosh. My father's retired. Thank you so much. And so we, we just, we just felt that it was so important to see, number one, somebody that really cared and said, you know, this is Albuquerque. This is our home. Let's make it great. Yep. Or like when you just said just now to the balloon fiesta people, stay. Stay. We, we don't have leave. We're going to, we're going to wrap, we're going to hug, we're going to hug it out here. We're going to hug their baskets, their gondolas. <laughs> we're not going to let them go. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Don't leave us. Don't leave us. Don't leave, please. I'll do anything. I'll just, I'll do it all. Whatever you want. Uh, Anyway. Where was I? Okay, got another. I feel like this is, oh, by the way, my two competitors, uh, 
Manny Gonzalez and Tim Keller. I'm glad you got zero Keller because <laughs> that's what you've given us. My gosh. He's really the world's worst mayor. I like Tim Trump better, though. World's worst, world's worst mayor, you know. Emergency protocols and guidelines. CDC, Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention. Then again, the ADA. This is the kind of stuff, and people send me this kind of stuff with their checks when they uh, get sent in. I appreciate all this. Believe it or not, I read every single one. Here's something uh, interesting, though. Will the Real America Please Stand Up also came with a check. This is wonderful. When you get this type of thing, people are connecting. Right? They're interested. They want to see what's going on. It says, when I'm stressed, unhappy, sad, or any combination of those things, Eddie, I do one of two things, exercise or write. Oh, both are good. I think, I think the writing can be even better, by the way. Uh, me, I talk. In the last 20 months, I've walked literally thousands of miles. I'm stressed, unhappy, and very, very sad. It's time to write. My mother took her life when I was 29 years old. She was 53. That day at the cemetery nearly 40 years ago remains as vivid as my memory as it was yesterday. It was a perfect spring day, standing at her grave, watching her being lowered into the ground forever. I remember being angry at the sound of birds chirping. The sun shining on my face. The cool breeze blowing through my hair. Things she would never experience again. Her best friend of nearly 25 years stood by my side. With tears streaming down her face, she turned to me and she said, I thought I would always have Jane. America is now in that coffin. Everything we treasure, the hard-fought freedom truth, the exquisitely crafted founding documents that were supposed to ensure both are in that box. Blood, hearts, and souls of brave patriots are in that coffin. I'm as angry as I was that day at the cemetery. I'm thinking about the things I may never experience again. Things my children and grandchildren may never experience at all. And what was supposed to remain the greatest free country in the world. I thought I would always have America. I recently had a dream, Eddie, one of those that makes you sit bolt upright in your bed at 2 a.m. I've learned in my lifetime that I should pay attention to such dreams. But there are lessons to be learned or insights to be had. My dream took me back to my mother's open gravesite. I dropped a red rose onto her coffin. Suddenly, I heard urgent words coming from the box. This is a mistake. I need to stand up. It pains me to tell you that when my mother died, there was evidence that she tried to change her mind at the last moment. She had been very deliberate in planning her suicide. She placed a stool behind the car exhaust in the garage and even plugged holes around the, the garage door with rags. There were two steps leading from the garage into the house. She was frowned, draped upward on those steps with her hand reaching towards the door. My dream, I am sure, is telling me that America needs to stand up before it is too late, before the door of freedom closes and forever reachable, unreachable. Excuse me. During the pandemic, I read the Rush Revere's Children's History Series, written by the late, great Rush Limbaugh. If you if you got to read these things. At that time, my grandsons were five and eight. I wasn't sure how much the five-year-old was absorbing as I read. But he would play with Legos, but occasionally would make comments about the certain events in the books. One day at the park, while playing tag, he yelled, Run! The Redcoats are coming! <laughs> that must have been the coolest thing ever. A nearby adult asked, Does he really know what the Redcoats were? I laughed and replied, He knows that and a lot more. 
My older grandson loved the book so much that I read until I was hoarse with him. The last book in the series was about an American election process. We finished reading three weeks before the 2020 election. When I read the last word on the last page, he cried. He begged me to call Rush and ask him to write more books. I explained that Rush was very sick and there would be no more books. He then asked, what happens next? I told him that what happens next is up to the American people. We now know that our system of free and fair elections may be gone forever. We cannot, we must not commit it to the coffin. That begs the adults now asking, what does come next? It is up to the American people. In late July, I took a road trip to Mount Rushmore with my family. It was everything and more I had hoped for. Joined by hundreds of fellow patriotic Americans, we watched the evening lighting ceremony of the monument, the reverent folding of the American flag, the singing of the anthem. Nobody turned their back, took a knee, only peaceful, strong voices singing in the evening breeze. It was magical, and it gave me hope. And then came Afghanistan. Treasonous withdrawal tactics, Americans left behind, pictures of the Taliban with our American taxpayer-funded weapons. As a former military spouse with family members who served in World War II and recent conflicts, I am sickened to the core. Because I was a healthcare professional who never takes anything at face value and does extensive research, I know what is happening globally with the injection. I cannot return to my job because I have drawn my line in the sand. I will not submit to the requirements to do so. No to injections. No to diversity training. No to masking. No paid employment for me anymore. My job now is to do what I can in my community and for my family to, frankly, keep them alive and moving towards restored freedom. Thank you, Eddie, for all that you do towards that end. I don't live in Albuquerque, but my children and my grandchildren do. I already contributed to your mayoral campaign on, online, but I felt compelled to send you some real U.S. currency with the picture of my favorite president. I fear the time is fast approaching when the dollar is no more valuable than a dirty napkin or used tissue. I truly hope Americans are preparing for what happens next. I do believe, however, that it is always darkest before, <laughs> before the dawn. We cannot, we must not allow freedom to be sealed and buried. Very sincerely, yours in freedom. And she stated. One from a connection issue. I want to make sure that you can see this. Uh, interesting timing of that. Uh, uh, the letter of thanks that I received from Mrs. Dominici, Nancy Dominici, on the um, tribute that we paid to. St. Pete Domenici, uh, one of our great senators and maybe greatest state, statesman in the history of the state. 525 uh, here in the Kiva. I think we got to get to Murder Mike. Well, we will, I promise, we'll get to this. So don't forget the uh, early voting starts tomorrow at Bernalillo County. Uh, then we have official uh, open early voting on October the 16th, which is a Saturday. And that will go all the way until the Saturday before uh, the Tuesday, and I'm really pronouncing my words because I know that there are a lot of people, especially in their 70s and 80s, and I do speak quickly, that want to hear exactly what the instructions are. I've got other uh, letters 
lots and lots of letters. Um, I do want to address one particular issue that's coming up from our county members and in a reference to the Albuquerque Journal stuff. Of the, And you've been pushing this stuff out on Nextdoor. If you don't know who I am, get to know me. Go to fightfor505.com. Uh, you can go to Eddie Aragon and watch the video. Uh, realize that we love this place. Uh, win or lose, uh, and we certainly hope to win. Uh, win or lose, Dowd and I will be here the day after the elections. We will continue what we're doing to do uh, to fight for the 505. Back in four minutes. Thanks for listening. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, You will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. Make Sugar Hollow Assisted Living a home away from home experience for your loved one. In the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood, Sugar Hollow is beautiful and peaceful with one of Albuquerque's lowest resident-to-caregiver ratios. Home-cooked meals, activities, medication assistance, boutique-style care with a focus on dignity and quality of life. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Dignity and trusted care. Sugar Hollow, 270-0801. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress, the Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manolo, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like.com. 
Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. Everybody stares one way or the other, so check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, I don't let nothing hold you back. If the scat man can't do it, so can you. Everybody's saying that the scat man stands but does and never stutter when he sings. But what you don't know, I'm going to tell you right now that the stutter and the scat is the same thing. You are the scat man. Where's the scat man? I'm the scat man. Why should we be pleasing any politician reasons with gratitude just reasons if they could? The state of the condition insults my intuition and it only makes me crazy and hard life. See, thought I'm just going to memorize at the end of the world. I'm going to do this one next and I'm going to... I'm going to sing it right on air just uh, just for you. Can you imagine me actually uh, doing that? I can. I, I might actually try to do it. What do you think about that, Dow? Do you think I might be able to get that done? I think that guy is so incredibly skilled. There's almost zero Clearly. change. There's just – that is insane, right? Like, I thought it was Scatman no Crothers. No, no, no. That's the other guy. That's uh, that's from The Shining. Here we go for Has it. Tony ever told you anything <laughs> about this place, about the Overlook Hotel? <laughs> Good stuff. We got to check in. Uh, speaking of Rad Rom, 
Brad Brom. Brad Brom. Right. Oh my gosh. I just I just saying that in the month of October, I got chills in my yes, side. Yes. Oh, oh. Get it out. Get it out. What's in room two two seven? You don't want to go in the room two two seven. You stay out of there. <laughs> you hear me? Doc. <laughs> Did you know his name was Doc? <laughs> some people Murder shine mine. and some people don't. <laughs> red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum. I think I'm almost nailing it. Murder Mike, what's going on? That's what I was saying at the bar about 2 a.m. You know, give me more red rum, give wow. me more red rum. And is that even a, a thing? Is, a, is there anything? Is there actually a drink, red rum? Uh, well, I don't know. There's a lot of different kinds of rum, so I, I would be surprised. You red, know, red wine. Uh, I, don't, red. Yeah, I don't think there is red, red rum. Red rum! No, I don't think there is any. It's a shame. I'm I'm ashamed at how well I know how to exactly uh, get Danny's perfect inflection on that. That's how many times I've watched that. Like, it's so instilled in my brain. All right, Murder Mike. Uh, you know what? It's all balloons, beers, burritos, and I don't know. Just beauty uh, here in our beautiful city right now. So no murders, nothing to report, no homeless people. Everything's perfect, uh, Murder Mike. Yeah, that is correct. Everything is quiet in Albuquerque. However, <laughs> we were the first ones to break the story this morning out of Tucson because shortly after 10 o'clock this morning, Local and federal agents were performing a routine search aboard an Amtrak train. And while performing the search, a suspect opened fire on the officers, leaving one DEA agent, DEA agent dead, another agent, and a Tucson police officer injured. And a Tucson police, along with the Drug Enforcement Agency, are investigating. So wow. uh, we gave that story to Channel 4, and they broke it during their 12 o'clock news. Moving to Santa Fe, however, at 148 this morning, a shooting occurred on Alamosa Drive in Santa Fe, leaving one man dead. The suspect fled before police had arrived. No further information is available at this time. It is believed that the suspect and the victim may have known each other. So, and now moving to the Albuquerque area. Shortly after 8 a.m. this morning, a balloon drifted into power lines in the 2800 block of 2nd Street Southwest. That's in the area of Broadway and Woodward. Shortly after that, a second balloon drifted into trees several blocks away. There were no serious injuries reported in either incident. Now, that was in uh, then, that was yesterday, correct? Uh, that was this morning. Oh, so we've had four? Is that correct? Yeah, that. Yeah, this happened this morning. The, these two incidents both uh, happened this morning. So we had two yesterday. We had two yesterday, and we had two again today. Is that correct, or am yes, I just? That is correct. Yes, oh. two this morning. Hey, come on, balloonists, stay safe out there. They're doing it. There, no injuries reported, so that's a good thing. Yeah. And then there was a burglary overnight at a local gun store. I didn't get the name of the store. It just happened too fast. But 60,000 rounds of forty caliber ammunition was, was taken. So that's a lot of ammo that's on the street somewhere. So Somebody, uh, somebody has to know that that was there. So it's not going to be too hard to determine uh, forensically who was uh, knowledge, who had knowledge of that amount of ammo that was there. Yeah, that seems like a lot of ammunition. I can't even believe that many uh, rounds of ammunition were, were was in a gun store, but I guess, you know, yeah, like you said, somebody must have known. Uh, that, that's, that's just a lot of ammo to be on the street, so hopefully they'll uh, 
They'll find that before it gets into the wrong hands. Statistically-wise, there was one stabbing on Sunday morning, and that was in the uh, 200 block of Sunset Southwest. That was about 9 a.m. No further details on that. Statistically-wise, shots fired. There were 16 shots fired calls, four on Saturday. Incredibly, Sunday there was 12, and all 12 occurred after about 10 or 11 o'clock in the evening. So something was going on. Down and out calls, there were seven. Drug overdoses, four. Two on Saturday and two on Sunday. And a total of nine assaults for the weekend. One, a mental patient calls, there was three. Uh, suicide calls, there was two on Sunday, none on Saturday. And the burglaries, of course, are two on Saturday and then the one I told you about this morning. Uh, domestic disputes, a total of six. And just general disturbance calls, officer involved or officer calls, uh, five total. And one stolen car was recovered. So in Albuquerque, it was quiet. No shootings, no homicides. So we're doing good. I guess the balloon fist is bringing out the good in people. And you're listening to the scanners, right? This isn't from the PIO. No, that I, I don't get the PIO and I don't even talk. So this is all from the scanners. All right. Yeah. Stay I, on those scanners. I tried, yeah, I've tried unsuccessfully to get the PIO to give me information so far. Uh, I have been unsuccessful, so I'm still working on that. But this is all coming from the scanners, everything. So the additional two murders that came up uh, last week uh, essentially happened on the same day. We had the two-year-old who was murdered. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I'm telling you, that was the, that was the uh, two-year-old that was beaten yeah. in the trailer park. That's a murder. Uh, and then the other one is the uh, dousing of gasoline the previous Friday. And then uh, she died at the Lubbock Burn Center uh, right. uh, on and Friday. Right. I know something interesting is I tried to pull up the homicide uh, stats from the police department. Oh, you're not able to pull them up now, huh? What a surprise, surprise, everybody. It's election time. They haven't updated their stats in two weeks. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, they haven't updated their their stats in two weeks about the same time as the scanners went dark for two weeks. Uh, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's playing in the. Somebody's messing around there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Something, some little shady going on there. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I can't give you a, the homicide test other than what you've got and what we've been able to determine over the scanner. So, mm-hmm. all right, Eddie. Well, hey, good we're, times Friday night. Yeah, it's it all good times. That's it. We're just uh, we're the happiest little city in the world. That's it. I mean, don't you know that that's uh, that's the way we are right now. We're gonna uh, more on the. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, Red Brown. I, is there really red rum, by the way, Dowd? I would, I'd love to know that. We'll no, I can't one. find any. Uh, there is a horse that named Red Rum. <laughs> There's a horse named Red Rum. <laughs> yes. That's it, but not actually Red Rum. No. no I think somebody I should find. make Red Rum. When I Champion, my... Champion Thoroughbred in nineteen in the nineteen nineties. Okay. There you go. <laughs> We're just going to enjoy it. Everything's good right now, see, in the city of Albuquerque, because. Uh, Mayor Tim Keller is running for re-election, folks, don't you know? Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Back in four minutes. Let's uh, go for the another half hour of uh, more of this stuff, and then we'll catch up on some news uh, as well. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I, I can get you today. Dive, dive, dive in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top. That I'm dreaming of If you need me You know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone South of the equator Navigator Gotta hit the road Gotta hit the road. A deep sea diving round the clock, bikini bottoms, like a top. I'll I can get used to this. Fly, fly, fly in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like someone. Wow, great music. A little uh, George Ezra there. It's uh, good music. Not even sure if uh, Dowd's ever heard it before, but I can tell you that my uh, kids absolutely love that music. And, uh, doesn't get much better than uh, riding shotgun. They still can't because they're too young. They're still in booster seats. So there's the uh, the sad irony there for, for them. We'll take a few phone calls uh, here on this live show, 548 here in the Kiva. We're going to go till, I'll go till 7 o'clock. Uh, D-Dowd Musk will check out at 645. He's always on deadline, deadline, deadline. And Never ends. <laughs> Not in this state. Solved. <laughs> Where is Dead Air Dave? I know he's going to be. He'll join. Well, I, I'm, I'm afraid I summoned him. There he is. Hello, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello? Hello. Hey. Hey. You, how yes. you doing, brother? I'm doing great, brother. What's going on? My name is uh, Joey. I live in the, down in South Dallas. Joey. And how I are you, Joey? There we go. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Uh, I sound pretty good. So I'm not, not hey, down in the dumps about? today. There we go. Can you hear me good? I can hear you. You're over there. You're, right. You're over there in the South Valley over there. I hear you, Joey. No, there you no. are. Get Go ahead. No, no. no, I just I have a report. Okay. Hey, first of all, I listen to you. I've been listening to you since you've been on the air. And I can't vote for you because I live in the fucking county. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Joey, 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 Joey. Joey's excited. We've got to be careful, though. Come on, Joey. Hang in there, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna put him on ice just for a sec. We're gonna calm him down. Where's the like, They have hockey and hockey. They have the timeout thing. Is that the penalty box? There we penalty go. Penalty box. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna keep. We're gonna bring Joey back just in case he wants to 
we got to wait about 45 seconds and let the uh, carnitas and the chicharrones in the South Valley really kind of warm up before we get him back on the air, no? That's what we'll do. So just hang. Hey, cal- calm down there, Joey. Hang out. There. We'll, we'll bring you back as soon as the air is clear. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, hold on. Hold on. <sighs> Almost got some FCC there violations. That's why we have the dump button, ladies and gentlemen. He was letting it fly. Do <laughs> you think we should play some music for him? So, Joey. Joey Zaza. That's my favorite part of any of the Godfather movie where they shoot him. Andy Garcia. He is a pretty, you know, uh, badass Godfather guy, right? Where he goes in. I mean, he's hanging out with Al Pacino's daughter. And they're like cousins. There's like, he gets crazy. And then he takes out Joey Zaza. And then he shoots him. And he sort of makes fun of him as he shoots him. I'm like, that's cold-hearted. Mm-hmm. You didn't even, like, think about it, right? But Joey Zaza was, you know, shooting guys in the mink coats and everything. All right, let's see if Joey's ready. All right, Joey, you ready? Slow down. You're talking, yeah, you're yeah. talking to an entire city. I realize you're excited. And you probably have maybe a friend or two listening, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just, um, you know, I was listening to uh, Murder Mike. Yeah. And there was a report over the weekend, and I was downtown Saturday night, okay, okay between, six, between 6th Street and, and 7th Street. Mm-hmm. There's a parking lot across the street from the El Rey. Okay. There's yeah. a lot of people out, you know, people yeah. out just, you know, milling around. And some dude came through and crashed a water truck. And he plowed two cars over the curb into the parking lot. I almost ran over like five people. They, they were, you know, it could have been so much worse. And uh, this guy was OD. He OD'd at the wheel. Oh, wow. He, he I had didn't know to, that was even possible. Wow. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, he uh, he had to have stolen the truck from a job site or something. Because I drive trucks. I you know, this is a three-ton water truck. Okay. And, uh, yeah, this guy, he was he, he fell out of the truck. This guy was dying. Uh, the, the paramedics showed up pretty quickly, and they gave him two shots of Narcan. Narcan, and he, yep. And he came right back. And what, 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 what? And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not mean to laugh. I just, I, just, I know, I know exactly. I feel like I know the guy. I feel like that's a scene we've seen a hundred times before here in Albuquerque. So uh, this is really sad. So uh, all of a sudden, yeah, like, hey, what's the problem? What's the problem? Right? Yeah. No. I mean, I had to uh, help this guy. I mean, this other dude, we had to, like, after he fell out of the truck, he was, you know, he was dying. And we we propped him up against the truck. And thank God, you know, the paramedics came in time. And they brought him back. And uh, it was was brutal. It was brutal. I can't believe it wasn't reported. Thanks for saving a life, uh, Joey. Thanks for uh, getting involved. Uh, you know, you put yourself at peril, and uh, you may have helped uh, save other people's lives uh, as well. So I just want to uh, thank you for uh, doing your part not to turn the other way and get involved and be a uh, be a man. You know, and that's exactly what you did out there. That was awesome. So you got a fa- you got a family, Joey. You got you got a, a kids, a wife, a girlfriend. Yes, I do. Well, I'm not married, but I got I got. Uh... Three children, six grandchildren, you know. Um, I wow. used to work for the city of Albuquerque. I was a truck driver. I pretty much did everything. And I love this city, you know. And I love I wanna, I wanna, to do. I want to record the way you said that. Did you, Albuquerque, did you hear that? Did you hear 
Joey, I want to let okay. I want it. You were downtown. You were hanging out. I want you to say it the same exact way. That the, when I hear that, you know, I was about to have some fun with Joey. I'm gonna ask him if he has a got a ruka, you know, hanging out. You know, I was gonna start talking to him like this. Let me. I want you to listen. Hey, this is called our culture. Okay. This is our culture, bro. You know it. What's yes, up? it What's is up? exactly. And so, and I was gonna start asking him about you know all this kind of thing. I want you to say it one more time. You, like like you just said that you love this city. Talk about Burke. I want to I want to hear you talk about Albuquerque. I want you to talk about our history. I want just go go at it. Go ahead. You got the floor. Okay. Well, okay. Well, the thing is, it's like you know, on Sunday evenings, every Sunday evening, you know, the cruisers come out and the Burkeanos come out. We just go out and spectate and cruise, and everybody's having a good time. You know, we have we have officers on the beat, you know, everybody knows everybody. You know, I know the officers personally and Sergeant Donahue, man, he was the best the best cop that he uh he started the trend of the, the walking the beat downtown, you know, when when traffic was heavy. And he retired this past week out of nowhere, so I don't know what happened there. But uh, he left a good legacy because he he put a bunch of good deputies under him, and they're continuing to do it, and it, it breaks my heart. But we have a good time. Hey, Let Joey. Me... Yo. Orale. Orale. Later, home. That's Joey. Joey's our caller now. That's it. Joey from the South Valley, all day long. Him and him and him and uh, sure, you know, Donahue down downtown, huh? <laughs> little pure, well, there you got it. Balloon Fiesta time, baby. You want to know what Albuquerque is all about? Joey, saving lives, administering Narcan, dropping F-bombs. We're dropping off that sound. <laughs> he does I mean, it all. Oh, this, guy's, this guy's wild. He just, he just having a great time out there. Should have asked him what song he wants to hear on the way out. That was, that was beautiful. That, everything about that call, with the exception of the F-bomb, Joey. Come on. Keep it clean, buddy. Keep it clean. Put your Dukes up. Duke City, right there, right there, right? He got involved in a situation. And he made That's something the true happen. first responder, the, the people is. around That's when it happens. People, there you go. The concealed carry guy, right? The guy who's going to go bail somebody out. The guy's not going to think about himself first. It's the guy that's going to go out and think about, hey, what's happening? How can I get involved? You never hear that anymore. Somebody, a, a good Samaritan out there, you know, get shot because uh, he was trying to do the right thing. I was like, you just don't hear that anymore. I hate to say it. You just, you just don't hear it. You, you need those. You need the uh, you need the heroes out there on the street, and that's just regular people, you and me, getting involved. Water truck, three ton water truck. They're propping up, saving that guy's life. That guy wouldn't save his own life. And look at look at Joey over there. That guy that that guy for the rest of his life, right, owes Joey a drink at whatever bar Joey wants to go to. Big time, big time. He even goes to bars. What do you say? He had six grandkids, three kids. What do you got? Kids, six, Imagine if we lose that guy to like Arizona or wherever else. I'm sad for him that he had to tell us that story, Eddie. If we had crime reporters in this city, they would report on that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactamente. That's exactly what we. But that was a really, really that was a little, a little taste of Albuquerque. Uh, the right good up. and the bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do a third hour, uh, hour three, commercial free. And thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in right here into the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, talk.com. Don't forget to download our apps at rockoftalk.tv as well as uh, rockoftalk.com as well. Best apps uh, that are out there, folks, uh, both for the Android as well as Apple. We're in Roku. We're on Apple, Amazon Fire. 
You can watch this entire show as well. You can see absolutely everything. So thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Back up to the top of the hour. Miles in Budapest, my, my hidden treasure chest. Golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo. Ooh, you, ooh, I vivido. My acres of a land, It may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you, ooh, you, ooh, I vivido. Give me one reason why I should never make a change Baby, if you owe me, then all of this will go away My many artifacts, the list goes on if you just say the words, I'll up and run on to you. Ooh, ooh, I divido. Oh, do you? Ooh, ooh, I divido. Give me one good reason why I should never make a change. Baby, if you want me, then all of this will go away. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards, the head of BioNTech, which makes one of the most common COVID-19 vaccines in the world said that new vaccines might be necessary by 2022 to combat the next generation of COVID-19 variants. Without mentioning data suggesting that natural immunity may offer better and longer-lasting protection, the executive said that the next vaccine will have to be tailored to forthcoming changes to the coronavirus. President Joe Biden told a reporter that he wouldn't answer a foreign policy question because it would confuse the American people. <laughs> what is more important, uh, that position that Senator Schumer has or raising the debt ceiling? And then I also have a question for you on Ethiopia. No, I'm going to answer it. Well, I'm not going to answer Ethiopia. Let's stick on the debt so we don't confuse the American people. Biden delivered remarks on the need to raise the debt ceiling on Monday. This is USA Radio News. Watchdog Radio is looking for a co-host. Yes, you heard me correctly. Nationally syndicated radio show and popular podcast. Rockstar Radio with Billy Gerard is looking for a co-host. In fact, two segment co-hosts. One will join Billy weekly talking about all things financial and another for a weekly review of the national real estate and mortgage market. Co-hosting with Billy Gerard could be the move that puts your career into overdrive. For all the details and to schedule an audition with Billy, send an email to bill at rockstar.today. That's bill at rockstar.today. Or go to rockstar.today slash co-host for all the details. Rockstar Radio is looking for two expert co-hosts. It could be you. Email bill at rockstar.today or go to rockstar.today slash co-host. Being on the radio with Billy will make you the expert in the field. It could take your career over the moon. Get all the audition details at rockstar.today slash co-host. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot on Friday promised unspecified consequences for city workers who don't meet an October 15th deadline to get vaccinated against COVID-19 
even as the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police told its members unvaccinated cops will only be subjected to coronavirus testing starting mid-month, not loss of pay or firing. Number one cause of death in 2020 of law enforcement was COVID-19, nothing else. It's foolish, foolish to be trying to take a victory lap when so much is at stake. But unfortunately, that's in keeping with the leadership of this fraternal order of police. They will be vaccinated. A new report sheds light on how world leaders, powerful politicians, billionaires, and others have used offshore accounts to assets collectively worth trillions of dollars over the past The investigation dubbed the Pandora Papers was published late Sunday. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wade Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. A nurse at a Philadelphia hospital... So wait a minute, so she's the first female pilot, and she's never flown. ...police that wounded two officers, authorities said. The 55-year-old Is nurse was wearing scrubs when he shot his co-worker on the ninth floor of Thomas so. Jefferson University Hospital just after so midnight, she's been... Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw said at a news conference. The co-worker, a 43-year-old man who was a certified nursing assistant, was later pronounced dead. The Afghan ambassador to the U.S. is losing hope for the women of Afghanistan. Afghanistan's ambassador to the United States, Adela Raz, has lost her country and her faith in the United States government. Her life's work of liberating women and girls has evaporated. She shared her despair with Axios. Look, when he first came to office, we were all super excited that he won't withdraw or he will change the deal. And I even reached out to some of my principals and I said, we should not really buy into this la-la land. We should really be serious. I think everybody hoped that he would put stronger conditions, which he didn't. The ambassador, as well as many around the world, have lost faith in America's leadership role as democracy's beacon of life. I don't think so. He said the U.S. could not be the police of the world to protect women in any other country. Good, I agree with him. Tunes who left right now to pressure Taliban, that they respect the human rights. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. That she's back in the atmosphere, drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and walks like rain, reminds me that there's a time to change. Since the return of her stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Well, tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded? The man having his own paraded. Tell me, did you fall from a shooting star? Without a permanent scar, and then you missed me while you were looking for yourself out there. 
rockertalk.com, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Don't forget, you can also uh, download us on podcasts for SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. And uh, you can always download our apps at rockertalk.tv, rockertalk.com. Uh, Joe Monahan, uh, yes, no, not the, the blogger, uh, the lead singer for Train. Uh, he's, he's fabulous. They, honestly, I, I really love, I don't know what it is. I love all of Train's music. I seem to like it, even if you haven't heard songs from them. It's just uplifting, good. You know, I used to think of, you know, like a little bit of the drops of Jupiter happened to be in, 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 in you know, balloon fiesta time, all those balloons that are out there. You know, you think about that, the biggest planet in the sky. And, the, and actually, he wrote that song about his mother uh, who had passed away. And uh, that is not a love song. That is not anything. It's a, it's, a, it's a song about his mother who died from cancer. So um, it's a little something that I think enriches the meaning of uh, a little music out there. So five fifty fifty five hundred. Call you were in the Kiva Hour Three commercial free. Go ahead. Hey, it's Joey again. Um, would it be okay if I uh, who's this? Who's this? Joey. It's Joey again. Oh, Joey, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I gotta let me run. But, I gotta finish the show. Okay. Oh, we'll yeah, yeah. I'm on, no, I'm I'm on the air. I want to talk to you off the air if I can. Hey, there you go. You just text me, Joey. Okay. Okay. All right, Thank Cardinal. You. Thanks. All right. All right, bro. All right, bro. Hey, there we go. What are they? That's just. That's funny. You got a new best friend there. Oh my God. That was it. That was it. Okay, some more stuff uh, out there. Uh, we did. Uh, let's see. A couple of opportunities that is promote Albuquerque when you were elected mayor. The Zia marching fiesta at UNM Stadium. October 23rd this year, UNM football schedule affects the date each year. You got to get into this marching fiesta, right? Do you, do you know the, yeah, there you go. It's the, <laughs> the fighting Irish lost this week. Tim Keller's team lost four years undefeated at home. They lost to the Bearcats. What's a bear? I don't even know what a Bearcat is. What's a Bearcat? Half bear, half cat. Half bear, half cat. <laughs> Very hungry. Likes, like, tr- likes trash cans. <laughs> they lost to that team. Yeah. Do you know, um, you know the, the the words to um you know the 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 song what are the fight song yeah do you know the words to the fight song for the University of New Mexico you don't of course no I don't there's no. <laughs> one thing that Dowd three thousand definitely and does. I'm not going to look them up <laughs> hail to the New Mexico thy loyal sons are we I know every word the bar uh, the band march you should you should elect a mayor that knows every word to the University of New Mexico that's a good point yeah, yeah. I think that's right yeah. 
marching down the field we go we didn't we didn't march down the field we only had like 100 you know 200 and some odd yards air force was tough they were tough it was 31 nil because that's the way they talk football right they say nil it was 31 nothing until we got on the board and we put up uh seven and three and put up 10 they put up another seven 38 10 at the end of four and Danny boy we love we love our we love our coach danny gonzalez great guy great guy support the lobos go out there just get out there they serve beer. It'll dull the pain, and you can still enjoy some great football. And then you, you can like beer, beer, Senator. You ever have a beer, Senator? <laughs> hey, he got he got the Rona. Uh, who did? Kavanaugh. Justice Kavanaugh. He tested positive with with a vaccination. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that news? Oh, you got the Rona. Oh, what do you you know? The band marching competition has been in existence since the 80s, 1980. Attracts competitors from all over the state as well as Texas and Colorado. I've even seen groups from Arizona and California. <laughs> like that, that's so far away. Like from, why don't you say like Guam and Newfoundland? <laughs> the other side of the world. <laughs> really want to me? Tell me that you've seen bands from Guam and Newfoundland and like, I'm, whoa. <laughs> Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Uh, we should do a drumline thing here, right? With all the Black Lives Matter stuff, I think it would be actually cool. I mean, get that thing going. Like, just go full-fledged. If we're going to be totally woke, get the whole drumline. I can join in, too. I'm 4.6%, and I've got great rhythm. I can get on. It's like the cool – have you seen these guys? Oh, they're amazing. Amazing. Like, it's like, it's like uh, you know, grambling – uh, you know, the, it was a Texas A&I. Yeah, you know, historically all these, black colleges. I think oh, my gosh. More houses. Like a, yeah. <laughs> you got to play some of that. I admire people who are just really good at what they do, even if I don't understand it or can't do it myself. Like when yeah. you see people who are great at something, and those kids are great at that. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Have you ever danced on a dance floor, Dowd? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Uh, no, it's, I, I'm sorry to do that. I was two, just, possibly three times. <laughs> really? All right. The West stands are packed at the end of preliminary competition, usually around 530, with several thousand students, parents, and interested spectators. The evening has top 12 competitors of the finals competition. The stands are then packed. Top unit and band and competition are designated as a state marching band. Love that. But I think it'd be a great PR move for the mayor to welcome all these folks to Albuquerque and offers them comments on the quality of performances these teachers and students are doing exemplary i love it i love band 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 you know it's great stuff what was the name of that uh, movie that uh, was the coming of age movie where you know um I forget what it's called they're they go to band camp and anyway uh, <laughs> Eddie, i'm looking up this event i you know it's, it's just a yeah. part of the culture i don't know anything about the new mexico pageant of bands uh yeah, it's gonna be held the 16th of October yeah. 2020. I guess it hasn't been canceled by MLG yet. Yeah, no. We're, um, we're go oh, this is an impressive event. I mean, they're they're going to turn out. students, all their supporters. Similar format as preliminary competition and finals. More of a local New Mexico competition. The West stands are packed most of the day. They select a people's choice for each classification. I don't know what that means, but that's awesome. That is usually done by a panel of local dignitaries. Hmm. So they have uh, Dan Schrader, Don Schrader. I wonder if he you know, would, would appreciate that. If nothing else, <laughs> a local dignitary. He always seems to be the one guy, you know, the one guy. Where, where is he these days? One of my, I, how, how do I not make one of my components of my mayoral platform an opportunity to him to reintroduce, uh, introduce his show clearly from my heart on public access? Yes. Just give Don Schrader 
Yes. You want to get people involved in the local community? Have Don Schrader do one hour of his yep. uh, old-time cable access uh, show, clearly from my heart, and he'll get up there and talk about world peace and, yep. uh, you know, uh, mutilation. And, no nukes. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll do the whole thing. We just let him go. He'll just want our local piece of – like, seriously. People would con- – they, they would go back to cable for that one thing. <laughs> and I'd reconnect would, the cord just for Don Schrader. <laughs> he could tell us about his uh, nude artistry displays. I mean, how he – yeah. How he fights the government, how he won't pay taxes, like, ever. He's got a big old spiel about that, too. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, he's, yeah. he's adamant about, like, I will never give uh, a single cent to the U.S. government, which murders, and, like, he has this whole thing. That's what David, Henry David Thoreau, they put him in jail for not paying the tax for the Mexican-American War in, in the 1840s. Santa Maria! Yeah. How do I not uh, have Don Schrader here in the studio? <laughs> you think Don Schrader could fill in? That would be awesome. All right. Lighting crime, Eddie. The street lighting is suddenly generally deficient. Yes, it is. We got to do something about that. That's awful, to be quite honest. Um, street lights are out. A lot of places, Dowd. Okay. Uh, this is something that uh, other people have heard, you know, remark about and talk about. That there should be an assessment of that. We should know. I mean, we should be paying for lights, especially on those dully lit and lit nights. It's not hard to kind of coordinate that schedule. We have a, you know. If you get caught between the moon and New York City, we have those beautiful, big, bright moons on non-cloudy days. You don't need cool. the lights, of course, but every other time you do. And uh, we, we are generally deficient in that. Um, is that for because of solar? I don't know. Maybe P&M can help with that. Eddie, it ever happened, as far as I could see. I think one thing can make driving safer and property crime go down. But a much better expenditure than a soccer stadium. Okay. I like that. That's important. I visit Phoenix frequently, and the thoroughfares are extremely well-illuminated. That is a strange thing about Phoenix. I remember that when I lived there for a very long time in West Phoenix, there was hardly any houses, but somehow like it was half of it was lit up. You're coming in like from Los Angeles or Las Vegas, as I used to drive in all the time. And it's just lit up. The whole city is just lit. You can see Phoenix from 50 miles out. It's crazy. Like, whoa, what's over that mountain? <laughs> it's a 6 million people. That's what's over there. I live on a street that is not well lit. have had my broken car, uh, had my car broken into two times. My daughter lived with me for a few years, and her car was broken into two times. I've lived in nine cities. Albuquerque is the largest. and never had either one other break-in. Okay, so more good ideas. You guys are bringing all this to the forefront. I think uh, there's some research on that, Eddie, about lighting does deter crime. The more it of it, the better. <laughs> <clears throat> it does. Cameras do, too. Cameras, cameras. But we still have more of it. Uh, Eddie, I saw this is from, uh, well, I can't say it because it's something I can't pronounce. It's on an email address. Eddie, I saw a comment on Nextdoor. They hate me on Nextdoor, just so you know. I'm, they threw me off of Nextdoor one time, and it happened to be just because I stated my opinion too strongly about something. Imagine that, you know. I wanted to go ahead and coordinate and start working in the blocks and when I lived up in Four Hills. And for some reason, the lady really took a liking to me at the beginning. And I don't know what set her off. I think it happened to do with the fact that I wanted to – so what I wanted to do is, is kind of – make Four Hills more of a safer area and kind of identify it as a particular part of a town. So it'd have a, a sense of place, which I think is always, you know, people love that, right? Oh, you live in the country club area. Oh, you live in the Four Hills area. Oh, you live in the, like, it's important for people in those neighborhoods to sort of like take a certain pride and have even events and parks and, and all sorts of, you know, even a carnival, you know, get together or something like that doesn't happen anymore, you know? And I wanted to do that, and I said, well, I had, I had a whole marketing. I came up with, like, a logo that I wanted to, to – I did. I came up with a logo. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I wanted a logo, and I'm like, well, if we do this, this will be good, and people want to live here, and they'll be safe, and 
people know all of our neighbors and everything. And the lady just didn't like it. She was, she was, she, she just started pushing me out. Like I was taking her place and it came to find out that she had been running the whole next door app, whatever, uh, whatever it was for like seven years. And they just didn't welcome any new input because you were disturbing the status quo. So there's a lot of that mentality. I think yes. that uh, sort of uh, lodge mentality, you know, he hasn't paid his dues. Ugh. He's only been here. Why is he trying to shake things up? Yep, yep. Uh, we have our meetings on Tuesdays. It's been on Tuesdays forever. We always have great coffee. The Folgers is perfect. We love it. You know, I'm like, oh, can we just get some some people alive in here and just get this place going? I mean, let's, let's improve this. Oh. I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, so it was just, you got to get rid of that. And yeah, that's yeah. part of it's, it's a two way street. Obviously they need to include you and you need to feel like, well, Hey, you know, these people have been there for a long time. So they're shareholders and they don't believe that you are yet. You know, they start asking you how long have you lived here? Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, we, we should get together sometime over dinner and I'll tell you about the bad people and I'll tell you about the good <laughs> people, you know, before you know it, it's like, whoa, <laughs> I just been gaslit into an entire neighborhood association. I'm already picked a side and wore a jersey. How did I know that? We'll set you right. <laughs> yeah. Those are bad people. I remember the cops have been called to their house in 2004, in March of 2009. What is going on? These people. Someone told me once about them. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I hear, I hear he's not going home anymore. We haven't seen him in some time. There's something going on. We'll pray for you, right? There's, they always do that kind of thing too. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, they're not prayerful people. Like you can tell the prayerful people. You know, they're just the people who are keeping tabs on on the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I can tell voters is, if you if you elect any, uh, I don't tell people how to vote, but if you elect any of your mayor, there will be no silos in city government anymore. No, any no any will just sort of smash through all those silos. Oh my God. We're gonna open it all up, all the secrets. We're just gonna let it out. You didn't know this was going on in APD? Let me tell you all about it. We got to fix this thing. What is happening in there? There's a lot of these people have been in there forever. And who's the people who are trying to keep me out? They're all the people who are entrenched. They're getting paid off, right? They don't want to know the dirty secret. The fiefdoms. The fiefdoms. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw a comment Eddie on next door last night that said, according to the Avalanche Journal, Eddie had Aval. What does that mean? What is the Avalanche Journal? That's the uh, that's the Amarillo paper, I think. <laughs> Who's writing about me? And that must have been misprint. That's got to be the Albuquerque Journal. Yeah, yeah. Does an autocorrect at any time go from Albuquerque to Avalanche? Uh, it's the Lubbock paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The Lubbock Avalanche Journal. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we can't get anything right in Albuquerque. <laughs> We don't even know what the news source is. <laughs> We're quoting Eddie Aragon in a town that's 450 miles away. <laughs> What's going on? We really hate Eddie Aragon. He wants to fix this city. We don't want it fixed. We have Glee Club Friday night. Avalanche Journal. Eddie had plans to unincorporate NAA and make it part of the Albuquerque because of money. <laughs> okay. Do you know what the unincorporated uh, part of the county complains about the most? Right, They all get their septics drained like every three years. Okay. They all complain about the fact that they don't have access to certain city services, right? Do, do you realize how much I, I hear about that? We hear about that all the time. If you guys don't want it, I mean, you guys can vote on it just because I think it's a good idea because I'm hearing people say, hey, we want 
we want to be involved in city. You know how many people complain that they don't get to vote in the city elections because they're, quote, unquote, in the unincorporated portion? Yep. Oh, so it's okay to have Manny Gonzalez talk about uh, somehow putting together the BCSO directly with the APD. But the moment I decide to go ahead and start talking about running out services, running out services to the unincorporated part of the county. Okay. It's a conversation, folks. Let's not turn it into the reason you will or won't vote for me. I'm actually raising an issue that you guys are raising. So let's let's talk about it there. A subscriber by the name of Lisa Bauman is spreading this idea. I think Eddie needs to knock this idea down pretty quickly as NAA in general cannot vote as they are not in the city, but all neighborhoods are getting the commentary. Okay. I don't think it's true, but catching on quickly, it would be a deal breaker as far as getting votes ready. Why? How about let's have a conversation. If you are in the unincorporated part of the county, let's talk about why or why not. How about let's, uh, now it's a conversation. So now we're having a conversation about this and why or why not this is a good idea when we hear so many people complain about it. Thank you for your attention to this matter. Uh, you're most welcome. I think that's an important conversation to have. We oftentimes hear that they don't have the infrastructure, the support, things aren't getting taken care of out there. Maybe things are getting, maybe there's a good deal out there. Maybe someone's making a little bit of money. So uh, a good conversation nonetheless. 550-5500. All right. <clears throat> let's go, uh, let's race through. Voting starts tomorrow in less than uh, 13 hours. It's uh, 12 hours. Uh, is it? Does the county clerk's office uh, open at 8 or 7? I would imagine it's 8 o'clock. Hmm. There's nobody down. There's nobody down there at 7. Come on. Yeah. Siesta forever. Lionel Richie is uh, not doing his all night long thing down there, right? There we go. We'll read some text about this. All right, uh, Eddie. Oh wow, all sorts of Don Rich Schraders. People love talking about marijuana and Don Schrader. <laughs> For those who think marijuana is the greatest thing since sliced bread, oh, sliced bread, man. Mom used to make them. How about the study of cannabis-induced psychosis in Colorado? That's exactly right. Thank you so much, uh, Chris, for uh, raising that issue. Saw Don Schrader at the Albuquerque Growers Market. <laughs> Growers Market, man. A couple of weeks ago, oof, time in the sun hasn't been good to him. I know, he's, he's weathered. That is true. Yes. Someone's got to get leathery. Some, <laughs> he needs to get some Hawaiian Tropic on that. It's SP, SPF kid style on that. You know, you got to lather that guy up with, uh, you know, the parabens. He'll start penetrating his skin, and then he'll that, – that's going to be crazy. He's going to get that crazy, wrinkly white skin. Then you start getting the parabens in there, and then you get – I'm going to help him. Yeah, I, get, I definitely can use that guy and market him. It would be really good. I'm telling you, for the community cable access, the, the, the time when people would talk about community issues, who actually agreed with Don Schrader? Nobody. But you know what was great about him? Was he went out and he talked about things. He did. Before you try to go ahead and compare me to Don Schrader, we are literally opposite ends of the, the world. Okay, There's just... No, I would not be a male nude model for the University of New Mexico Art History Department. It wouldn't happen. So just, you know, anyway, he's way over there, and I'm, I'm uh, playing football at the University of New Mexico. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Okay. Sun hasn't been good to him. Also, does anyone else miss the uh, other lefty, Geraldine Amato? Is, did, hello, she ran for mayor. Do you know who Geraldine Amato is? She used to run around in this, like, 1935-style uh, Bonnie and Clyde car, and it said, vote for a motto, and it was, like, written out. She was totally crazy. Um, but she cared. She was, I think she was a, I think she was a full, full mar Marxist. Look her up. Someone, something's got to, 
something's got to show up on Geraldine Amato. Oh yeah, she's out there. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, she's way out there. Like so far, she's out there further than Don Schrader. If Schrader's Neptune, she's Pluto. I mean, it's that far out. I'm not even kidding. Apparently, uh, she can choose to wear hats, very distinctive hats. <laughs> Tin foil hats. October seventh, feast of the Holy life. Rosary. Praying for the victory for Eddie Aragon for mayor through the Rosary. Remember Lepanto. Have Dowd look up Lepanto. Do you know who Lepanto is? I'm sorry, I'm ignorant of that. I would love to know. Lepanto. Lepanto. Uh, Eddie, did you uh, peep this article? I really like this guy. I understand that he is backing Manny. I don't know why. I believe that a lot of people backed Manny publicly before he got in. Anyway, he pulled a good movie move here. So this was the front page of the paper. Doug, Mr. Peterson. Uh, so we had Doug Peterson this uh, this morning. He played at the Albuquerque Academy. Uh, he was on the basketball team over there. I was for Pius. And uh, he is president of Peterson Properties. Good guy. Love Doug. Always have. Um, very generous uh, kind of uh, individual. But, yeah, he's left of center on some things. and But he is standing up for some things uh, as well. And I don't really care if he's backing me. I would, I would call him in a second. But apparently he relieved a man, Stephen Leos, the husband of second judicial district judge Cindy Leos, and Thursday that he received a September 23rd email saying his lease was terminated. He needed to be out of his downtown office by October 31st. When he sought an explanation, the property owner... Mr. Peterson, Doug Peterson, told him, I am terminating your lease because your wife lets out murderers and rapists. <laughs> <laughs> what is this awesome? Yeah, okay. I mean, at some point, you got to say enough is enough, right? Yeah, yeah. And if he's within his rights for whatever, and at least he's honest about it. I mean, I don't know if Doug's trying to do to talk radio these days, but I mean, that's that, that's that's akin to something that I might, maybe he's maybe he's got a constant steady a steady diet of uh, rock of talk uh, uh, of radio. Or something. I remember he was one of the one of the brave people who developers who spoke out against Art. ART. Yep, yep. Yeah. Good job, Doug. I'll be a Doug. That's still my favorite line in any movie. <laughs> he's funny because he's fat. <laughs> Toodaloo. Continuing my crusade of non-compliance and uh, wearing a mask anywhere I go, other than super big box scores and the stores, and then pretty much below my. Whoa, come on, man! Oh man, come on, please! I, I, you get halfway through something that you're reading and then realize it's not something you're supposed to read. Come on, guys, help me out! I've got a lot on my plate here. Oh yeah, American Pie. See, somebody knew the the name of the the movie that I was talking about. They just fill it in. Sort of mad libs around. Eddie, I got uh, contacted by Nielsen. I'm going to be like, you can't tell me this, okay? I d never received this text. Never, never did I ever contacted by anybody. I will read it at my own leisure and for my own pleasure. Yes, okay. Come on, we got to cheer. Oh boy, uh, drum, drums, please. Uh, here we go. The Eddie Aragon for mayor campaign. Fight for 505. Put your dukes up for the Duke City. There we go. 50,600 calls. 1,734 responses. 600 people voting for me. 284 people not voting for me. 573 undecided. 277 refused. Pretty good numbers. Uh, that uh, puts us in at a clip of... Wow. You guys are terrific. 34.6%, a third of those undecided. So 
puts me pretty close to about 46, 47% of soft D's, Indies, and Republicans. Which is about 66% of the 45 that puts us well within the 30 to 33% range, which is right where we need to be, right? So we create a runoff. We haven't even put up billboards yet. This is just, we're just starting. We're just stewing. I think, I think, uh, I think that's pretty good. Thank you so much. Thanks to all of our volunteers. Thanks to the people who are making it possible for uh, us to uh, talk about the city, the issues, um, and putting that at the forefront. It's fun to have a little bit of fun here on the radio. Don't forget all of our competitors can have equal time if they'd like here on this radio station. Uh, Certainly Manny Gonzalez, uh, he's a sheriff. Remember, he gets the, uh, what do they call it, the, the time, the bona fide, bona fide time, because if he, as long as he operates within the, the purview of being sheriff, he can do as much TV Official duties. Much, yeah, and official duties for mayor. I believe that Mayor Keller can do whatever he wants on TV, radio, anything, as long as he's talking about that and not his election. So, yep, yeah. Eddie, I've actually been keeping a list of uh, – Let's just say interesting announcements from the city that may benefit the incumbent. Uh, I you don't need both. I don't work for the campaign, but boy, has there been a lot of these, uh, oh, we're going to spend money on this. Oh, we're going to spend money on that. Oh, we're going to spend money on a third thing. They seem to be really, the, the pace seems to be increasing as election day comes. I'm not making any specific assertion. I'm just keeping a list. I got uh, some, some exciting news, folks, but I don't want to get you guys too excited about it. I'm going to leave it there. We'll bring it back uh Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Eddie, this is Rick. Rick, what's going on? How much? How many? How many? You have a beer yet? Oh no. Oh, okay, good. All right. No, go I'm going to vote for you though. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate that. <laughs> beer yeah. or no beer? Oh, beer or no beer? We're we're a we're a beer. We're we're, we're for the we're for their uh, cold cores instead of SS around here. So that's so that's fine. Yeah. I have a complaint. Yes, go ahead. For the last two weeks, you've had that. Towels hum on your radio station. It's right. really annoying. Where's it at? It's like a bad capacitor or something. Uh, a bad sound. And it's not on any other station. Just you. Uh, well, it would only be on 1600. I haven't heard yeah, it. Yeah, 1600, right. Yeah, there's something uh, getting in the middle of that. So you got the Taos hum going through there? Yeah, it just started like two weeks ago. And oh. it doesn't go away. How come you didn't call me two weeks ago? Well, I figured somebody else would report it or you would find it if you turned on your radio while you're driving around town or something. And you would hear it. There's four people to do a job. Everybody, somebody, nobody. <laughs> Everybody thought that somebody would. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just call in Rick. Rick. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting us know. And uh, I don't know. Maybe my. Check it out. Uh, I'm gonna, hey, you know All what? Right. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it. Thanks. Come on, Rick. People want to hear. Well, they already took out the FM side of things. What can we do to shut Eddie up? I know we can shut this guy up. Let's let's funnel a hum right in front of his tower. Follow you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, there, Dave here. Oh, I've been waiting all day for your call, Dave. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I don't know how to talk on the radio anymore. I was just waiting for you to call. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, you've been doing great all afternoon. If Dead Air Dave had a theme song, I guess it would be Simon the Garfunkel's Sounds of Silence. Your singing earlier today was actually pretty good. 
Oh, well, you know, actually, actually pretty good. The rest of the days, it sucks. Was please it ever stop. a doubt? <laughs> stop. Stop. Please stop. Well, the last song that you sung along to, I mean, you were matching the tone perfectly. It was nice. Oh, wow. There we go. Anyhow, with uh, the balloon fiasco going on. Balloon fiasco. Did you call it the balloon fiasco? Yeah. It's why, 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 Dave? We're trying to keep people here. This is a, this, it's the fiesta. We're celebration. Let's keep it on the. Yeah, let's they, keep it positive. Let's positive, let's positive, positive, positive. Please, just for right now, in the spirit, in the spirit of just keeping at least two weeks out of our life good here, even if it is below yeah. before, uh, you know, before the election. I think, you know, we're still gonna, you know, there's no doubt Keller. Is, we're gonna beat Keller. I'm gonna tell you why, but just keep it positive. Go yeah, ahead. You know why? Yeah, the funny thing is that these some, some of these people are feeling really groovy very early in the morning. Went to get fuel, and there was a line of people getting beer. That was interesting. But luckily, I've been seeing more and more of your yard signs popping up uh, along roadsides and that. And we ended up at a sale this last week. Was wearing our garb. And I had a person who formerly had a restaurant in downtown complaining about the situation that forced her to shut thing down. Mm. And, of course, I'm sure now everything is nice and tidy and clean. So, for the for the sake of keeping people are, here... Are you complaining about it being clean, or are you complaining that it's only clean when other people are here? Only when other people are here. Okay. Well, let's try to we keep it this. like this year-round. So, I'm going to make this my balloon fiesta commitment. As your mayor, it will be as clean as it is the other two weeks... The other 50 weeks of the year as it is the two weeks in October. How about that? You like that? That's a promises made, promises kept. Uh, poor Dowd, he can't even walk out without me cleaning up after him, turning on the vacuum, picking up specks of dust behind him, and making sure that his uh, cup is clean. Uh, Dowd doesn't even know whether to walk. He never feels totally comfortable. I've noticed how your office and your studio are immaculate all I'm totally, the time. I'm completely and totally nuts, yes. And by the way, so I, saw exactly, I saw exactly where you, you sat. You used hand uh, sanitizer on that, and after you left, I uh, pulled out the uh, the carpet brush just to make sure it was all clean. Just in case I slept anything and left like it behind. Anything, just anything. It just, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you're si- you were sitting where you're sitting where I sleep, Dave. Do you I realize understand. that? Yeah, that's where I sleep. I gotta. I, I have understand. To... All right. Okay. That's why that has got to be the most comfortable couch I've ever sat on, and the way you were sitting on the chair across from me on the arm and all that stuff. I was like sinking into it going, good God, this yeah. thing is nice. I fall asleep in 15 seconds, by the way. Maybe less. I'm not sure. <laughs> Once I decide well, to go to it, sleep, it's a decision for me. Anything else there, Dave, Dave? Come on. Well, we ended up with uh, a lady that walked into the store who uh-huh. thought that there were new Republicans on the ballot, and I ended up rattling off the list. Uh-huh. You were the first. Thank you. I was wearing the ticket. Wonderful. And then I mentioned Greg's Zanetti, and she's like, oh, I love him. I'm like, okay, aren't you listening to the radio station? You need to be listening to the radio station. You're going to get a lot of good, good information. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Greg in a while. I don't know where Greg is. He was sick last time I saw him. So I don't know. Hopefully he's, yeah. uh, he's doing good. But we've got other elections way before the government. I don't even know why these guys are spending an inordinate amount of campaigning. Uh, way early for the gubernatorial election. We should have got through this. And it's funny how are all of them but one are staying away from me and i'm not going to say any names because i want to play favorites but 
every single yeah. gubernatorial candidate is keeping their distance from me. And it is a, mis- it is a mistake. They might be the thing called a rhino, which is not a sales chief. Yeah, that's true. Like a rhino stone cowboy. There well, Eddie, in, 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 like in defense of one of the candidates, yes, sir. <laughs> in defense of one of those candidates, we do refer to her as big government Becky. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're waiting to hear from, uh, from uh, Rebecca Dow. See, uh, good, go- good evening, Eddie. How concerned are we about this mail-in ballots? Uh, of course, we're concerned. Uh, we're not going to make a big deal about it. Everybody has to participate in that environment. And as far as I'm concerned, Everybody needs to get their butts out there and vote. So that's the way it needs to go. So don't start the voter suppression stuff and saying, oh, they're cheating anyway. I'm not going to vote. I'm not pleased. Just don't. Don't sell yourself short. Let's just get out there and vote. We'll push as hard as we can. It's the best we can do for right now. Uh, I'm against the, the Dominion machines as much as anybody. I know that Trump got cheated out of the election. There's no way that 80 million idiots decided to vote for Joe Biden. And I don't care if I insult you by saying, but you are an idiot if you voted for Joe Biden. No, no question about it. And if you want to regret, and pay your regrets by voting for Eddie Aragon for mayor, maybe you'll atone for just a small portion of your sin. Yes, for this that week. is one way to do Start, penance for what you I did. Think, yeah, you got to, you know, pay, and five Hail Marys, ten Our Fathers, and vote for Eddie Aragon. That's it. Yep. I, that's a great campaign slogan. What do you think? I like that's right, and an act of contrition. Uh, as, a, as, a, <laughs> as a candidate, Eddie. Oh, oh my God, I'm hardly, I'm hardly sorry. <laughs> yes, that's right. And and one magnificat. magnificat. Um, Stop it. Look at, look at you with your catechism. Yeah, see, uh, we think something this horrible atheist. Uh, I was raised in Catholic tradition. Um, Eddie, do you care as a candidate how people vote? Do you incur- do you want people to vote early or do you just do you not care? I'd never thought about it. I just want oh, yeah, to I mean, vote. I don't know if there's any reason to, you know. Okay. Why would I care if they, how they vote? I think they should be informed. Right. You know? I think they should uh, not be paid to vote. How about that? I, well, that's true. <laughs> that's right. yeah. Unless they're paid yeah. from the right campaign. As long as they're not paid, uh, and as long as you know they're not voting twice, and yeah. as long as you know, I mean, that, that's fine. I just because I, I usually vote early, uh, just because it I, it's easier to schedule your own. You know, I, I rarely leave the apartment anyway. But um, I'm, I'm actually not. I'm a big election security guy, but I'm not opposed to voting early, provided the exact same. Security measures are implemented those two weeks or three weeks before that are yeah. implemented on election day. I don't. I really don't think early voting is a bad thing. I think no ID voting is potentially a very bad thing. But uh, well, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, re- <clears throat> rephrase that, please. Uh, it's not potentially. It's been proven to be oh, yeah. a very bad thing yeah, because that's issues. what they're doing. They're pounding the votes uh, in there. But you got, excuse me, you got to show up anyway. The voter ID thing. Um, I I just. For the life of me, I just cannot understand why you don't have to show an ID it's in order madness. to vote. I just, madness. I just think it's, I think it's, I think it's like the greatest sin in our democracy. It's, it's. I, I've told the story all the time about my mother going to vote. Uh, we vote in local elections in our little town hall in, in East Windsor, Connecticut. Her best friend, Mrs. Yeomans, who lives half a mile down from the apple orchard, is sitting there on the other side of the table taking verifications. And my mother has to show her picture license to her best friend, Mrs. Yeomans. They're both in their 80s now, practically. Um, and, and if a blue state like Connecticut requires voter ID, why don't all, and why don't all, all states do it? And if Requiring voter ID is racist, bigoted, homophobic, and sexist. Why yeah. don't those blue states repeal that requirement? They should repeal it special session right now. Repeal it in every blue state. But it's still on the books in a lot of blue states. Yeah, we got to do some 
more studying of that. But at this point, you know, we're in it and you've got to get out there and vote and don't let somebody tell you that, well, you don't vote, they're going to cheat anyway. In my opinion, that's just voter suppression. I'm getting a lot of that. Um, I'm optimistic, uh, both because of what I'm hearing from you and because a lot of people have joined on board with our Fight for 505. All you have to do is text me directly. If you want to donate, you can do that. We've got billboards going up. We've got information going out. We've got placards that are going to be, uh, home cards, I should say, they are going to be dropped everywhere. We've made over 50,600 calls, ladies and gentlemen. Jump on board. Fight for the 505. We love our city. We want it to be better. You know, I don't care if it's Joey in the South Valley or, you know, Tucker in uh, Tanawin. It doesn't matter to me. We want a better city overall. I love all of you. I think you guys care deeply about this wonderful city, as do I. And uh, we've got to fight hard uh, for it. So fightfor505.com. That's the place to go. We've got 28 days, literally 28 days starting Four tomorrow. weeks from tomorrow. And uh, it's going to be exciting. And we get a chance to go ahead and let our voices. There's 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 uh, four more debates. There's the KOB debate. There's the KOAT. Where, where are you, KRQE? Uh, we'll only have a debate if we can have uh, Mark Ronchetti. Okay. I don't even know anymore. Just every channel should have a debate. Everyone should do everything that, that they can to go ahead and get the word out, uh, get people feeding the democracy. I mean, if you can, uh, you know, bleed and lead it every single night, then you can certainly talk about the people who want to lead the city out of that so that we can uh, cure our ailments uh, here in this marketplace. Now, uh, do a drill down uh, for the people at rockoftalk.chat. Tell them the uh, top five stories here for this beautiful Monday afternoon. Yeah, folks, uh, top five stories. These are the stories that you clicked on. Um, I decided to put in the daily email, but you clicked on them. Uh, number one is a group, a gr- Eddie, you're gonna love this true grassroots, grassroots opposition to the stadium. This is not astroturfing. This is a bunch of ladies who are just getting together in their neighborhood and going out and knocking on doors. I don't see any big billion dollar effort coming in for some national organization. People at the ground level are opposing this terrible idea to use taxpayer dollars for a political sports team. Uh, that was our number one. Uh, number two was the power, power outage yesterday. I, I don't know how I escaped the power outage because I'm right across the street, but there what was power, a what power outage. There was a brief uh, fiesta. Uh, I won't say fiasco. I will say fiesta, balloon fiesta related uh, power <laughs> outage. <laughs> uh, number three was a really good piece out of Arizona because on the weekends sometimes it's hard to find local content. The yep. IRS is 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 drafting regulations that may make it through the the, the so-called infrastructure package to track all of your transactions of your checking account yep. if you have. Over $600 in your checking account, which I dare say includes a lot of us. Uh, Number three, uh, the uh, Curry County is another one of the local governments jumping on that uh, 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 grand jury petition to go after the governor. You know, I don't think much is ultimately going to come of it, but at least people are still mad. And then number five, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence, turns out at a uh, pro-abortion rally, visibly pregnant, talking about how important it is to have legal abortion. Wow. Nice going, J-Law. You can't can't make this stuff up. All right, back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. O'Reilly Night.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.